calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hello, fans of Dungeons & Dragons and actual play podcasts. Lovers of lore-rich storytelling, phenomenal characters, and grand adventures. The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast, would like to invite you to check out our actual play. We're a top-charting podcast with a thriving community and over 200 hours of epic story for you to binge. I catch up on. The Homebrew is a D&D 5th edition campaign reskinned as a huge sci-fi space opera. Join us anywhere podcasts are found by searching The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. One more time, that's The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. The Critical Role Podcast, brought to you by Geek & Sundry, with special permission from Vox Machina. Last we left off, Vox Machina having to uh, traverse the world in search of artifacts known as the, the Vestiges of Divergence, ancient items of power used in massive scale warfare in ancient moments of history, um, had acquired one from a sunken temple to the Champion of the Raven Queen, taking the life, and thankfully not permanently, of Vexalia uh, over here. The party then retrieved their first artifact and then made their way towards the Pyra tribe of the Ashari Druids, the, uh, the fire guardians of the gate to the elemental plane of fire, um, which apparently Thordak, the Cinder King, the great red dragon that helms the Chroma Conclave that is torn through all of the civilization of Tal'Dorei, emerged from. Apparently. Apparently. Yes. By that I mean confirmed universally. Yes. Tore through. Um, you guys went there, found found a surviving faction of the pirate tribe, including Sir Konos, uh, their headmaster, um, as well as a few members of your tribe, the Arashari, Keyleth, and your father. Um, you went towards the, rem the remnants of the Cinder Grove, ran into an ally, uh, a, a strange <laughs> blue-scale dragonborn by the name of, of Gern Blanston, um, master of necromancy and candle-making, and combining the two for interesting effect. Um, so you fight your way through the Cinder Grove, tearing through elementals, uh, encasing ifrits and hamster balls and holding them aloft for extended periods <laughs> well, yeah, of time. That's like you do. Worked out well. Uh, and they managed to seal the gate uh, with the help of the Druidic tribes there, Gurn and the intrepid adventurers of Vox Machina. After which, you went to spend the evening there on the mountainside to rest before continuing your journey to wherever that 
next step may be. So, the rest of you are beaten, bruised, and winded over the previous series of battles and the accomplishment that you achieved here atop the caldera of this mountain. The erupting seismic energies and, and molten rock that once spewed from the center of this rift uh, have calmed, and the gate once again has been sealed to its dormant, controllable, and watchable size. Um, you guys are free to make camp wherever you'd like. We already rested, though. Not yet. You're about to set up rest. There, there are there are sections as as you're walking out of the synagogue that you can see. Uh, members of the pirate tribe are pulling up uh, still functional pieces of huts and tents and things that were destroyed when Thordak tore through the rift, um, and they're beginning to reassemble a place to stay for the evening for themselves. So, if you wish to stay among the pirate tribe for the evening, it seems to be at least a relatively safe bet. Could you walk this? What do you think, Keyleth? Um, I mean, it's your family. Uh, that's up to you guys. I, I don't think I can transport us out of here until we leave. I have no problem sleeping here this evening. Rather winded, actually. Yes. What are all like the tents and houses made of, anyway? Uh, most of them are made of pieces of stone. Uh, the actual uh, black and gray rock of this mountain, elements of it have been fused together with bits of glass to forge these uh, thick, very sturdy walls when they aren't being torn through by a colossal red dragon. Whatever. Um, so a lot of them are being, are being brought back up. Druids are using uh, what remains of their powers from the fight today to assemble more walls of stone, and they're basically creating ramshackle uh, living spaces using their their magic. So. I'm going to go ahead and assist them, because I didn't use any fatal ever spells. All right. So, can, so can you begin throwing up some stone walls to help build a small shelter for the evening. The rest. Is Gurn completely out of the picture? Have we lost sight of him? Funny. You lost sight of Gurn. Yeah, Gurn, yeah. Gurn went back into the Cinegrove and began essentially gutter sniping what pieces of red dragon scales he could locate in the vicinity. Um, <laughs> he has not been seen since that moment. Who knows to where he wandered? Keyleth, if I may. Yes, Scanlan. <laughs> you said that so weird. <laughs> That's how it's spelled Keyleth. 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 So needle of you. Are your, are your people. Comfortable in these little huts and mm. stuff? Are we going to be safe tonight? Because I could assist us with slightly better shelter. Like how? What do you mean? With you my magical mean? dalliances. Is that another name for your penis? <laughs> it is. <laughs> are you going to poop us a bed? I could poop us a bed, but are we okay here safely, or should I get us something special? With your dalliance. With my dalliance. Your, I think your penis what may have more names about? than I do. I'm no, kind of horrified. Yeah, I want a house from your balls and bits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, my, my people have lived here for thousands of yes, years. Yes, but their Gener- shelters are destroyed now. So. Sure, gen- I mean, generally we're safe as long as these dragons okay. aren't smashing I'm- through the village, but um, I mean, if you have an alternative. I have an alternative. <laughs> okay. I could I could do a bit of dalliancing and uh, uh, I, I will. You know, you've talked about it so much, Alskan. <laughs> I know. It's just going to be self dalliant, so you're going to need a partner too. I mean, no. going to watch you diddle yourself. Yeah, mushroom stamp the lamb. Let's no, go. no. So I, so I will, I will, ca- I will uh, take a moment, take a minute, and cast 
Mordenkainen's magnificent you, mansion? <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Okay. I'm so proud of you. Okay, so you guys watch uh, as Scanlan Roman just through some of his, his side pouches and belongings, pulls out a few uh, elements, a small uh, small doorway carved from ivory. He pulls out a piece of polished marble, a tiny silver spoon, and kind of just puts them on the ground in front of him. Closes his eyes for a second. Can I can I en- enchant it with a little song or something? Yes, you okay. can. <laughs> so I'll, I'll sing, uh, it's a sick, but I don't know how. It's mighty, mighty. It letting it all hang out. That's it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> you guys are mildly confused, but as he picks up the items, you can see the door sets off this small spark of white energy that glistens in the air, hovers, and then creates just a somewhat shimmering doorway just standing in the center of the space in front of you. Oh, I don't I, think I, it's What? Would you like to come my into my my place? It's a it's a little it's a little modest shack that I've been uh working on. Is this on. like a teleport sort of It's a door. Is this a joke? There's nothing on the other side of it, is there? No, the, it's, no, no, it's a, it's a place where we can rest for the evening. Totally safe and comfortable. Uh, it's on a slightly different plane from ours, so nothing can actually hurt us there or get to us. Well, we won't it, exist. Is it, wait, is it that moment, fire it just plane like where we just? From an earthquake. There's no dragons in that plane. I haven't checked in a while. <laughs> 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 I can't. Actually, this is my first time doing this. We should send somebody ahead first to check. Vax, are you up to the bit? Am I up to work? What's that, Greg? Well, it's totally safe. Don't it's worry. Fine. How many Don't people worry. can fit in here? As long as you're not going to whip out the cube and lead the way. <laughs> uh, how many people can't fit in there? It's it's pretty big. Oh, uh, you can uh, any creature you designate when you cast the spell to enter. So you could okay. say the entire Everybody. Pyra tribe if you Everybody. wanted. Everybody. What? Everybody. Sure. Everybody. Wait. The group Wait. or like the Pyra? Uh, how many are there? Uh, here, you there's close to thirty. Five, including the Zephyr. Wait, I mean, could you could, could you technically us. do this with any like ref, refugees? I mean, where do they go when you when you make the door going? This is my place, all right. I don't want any riffraff in there. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's there's a guest list. I can there's solve. A guy I, can, the door. I can solve this really quickly. I can solve this. Are, are any of the pirate tribe hot? <laughs> like attractive. Like, attractive. Uh, it is the fireplace. <laughs> through, through the uh, through the soot and ash and the rather somber atmosphere here that paints them as a people that are the survivors of a horrible calamity. Beyond that, there's probably a few that you consider attractive. Sure, that if one you're over that there kind of was person. looking at you. I saw her wink at you earlier. I don't oh, know really? You should impress her. The one with the, with the her face just sheared off. Yeah, why not? <laughs> uh, all right, not really my type. I like full faced people. <laughs> But I'll take it. I'll take my chance. I think I think that's big of you. That's so terrible. Uh, I I you know if there's anyone from your immediate family that you'd like to give lodging to tonight, or okay, we'll take them all. We'll take them all in. We'll take them all in. Sure. Do you want to you want to tell them it is your it is your home? Uh, Ashari people. All right. You see some of them stop and kind of like drop the rocks they're currently holding and building one in some of the small shelters. Don't worry about your shelter for tonight. Uh, let Scanlan Shorthall take care of you. <laughs> in every way, shape, and form imaginable. Come with me through this weird magic door into, into another plane. Believe me, it's gonna be okay. <laughs> they all kind of look at each other with a strange glance and continue building their current shelter. Why the fuck not? And I walk on through. Okay, all right. you open the door and you, you grab it, it is a solid door and Just the hand, the house for the you handle spins, you look inside, and within you see 
an incredibly lush foyer to a grand mansion. A 25, 30 foot ceiling made of marble and dark woods. You see a a two-part staircase that splits off onto a second tier floor. Uh, You hear soft music playing in the distance, and immediately you see two somewhat ethereal servants come down, dressed as a butler and a maiden, come down with an echoing voice that say, how might we be of service? What the fuck? Hi, I I step in after her. Yes, I've made some changes to the place. Uh, Living quarters are upstairs. There's a kitchen, parlor, game room over there, billiards, all sorts of stuff. We have a music room. Uh, There are a hundred attendants who can wait on us. I've assigned some of them specific jobs. Five are are going to play music for us wherever we want, especially during our meals. As we take your things, Master. Oh, yes, yes, here. Uh, I come inside, and I see the ethereal things, and I'm like, oh, ghost! And I take Craven Edge, and I swing at the ethereal summits! (laughs) Okay, um... Are you attacking my attendants? <laughs> no, the ghosts that are in your house. They're, okay, they're my so, so. <laughs> by the time you go stop them, three of the servants that have grabbed a few of your belongings and have been carrying away are swung at Craven Age, passing through, and their energy dispersing, and their contents of whatever they're carrying drop and cling no! to the ground, opening out. Oh, Jesus thank Christ! God, I'm here. Rock, oh, rock. Okay. Easy, easy. They're not ghosts. They're not ghosts. They are supernatural spirits. Some would say ghosts <laughs> that are good. They're good. They serve us. They serve Wait, me. Do you pay them, or do they just like work for you? Because They're slave you ghosts. Terrible, <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, they like it for some reason. Are you sure? I can command them to do literally anything, and they like it. Have you asked? Watch this. Watch this. I, I call one over. You there? You there? Spaden comes over. You know, kind of, kind of a plumper, older woman, uh, no feet, just kind of drifting along with this, this. This uh, path of uh, mist behind her. Yes, master. Can you please braid my chest hair? But of course, master. <laughs> Do you like this job? It is my purpose, master. See, this is what I'm telling <laughs> you. Do you enjoy your purpose? What does one but enjoy their purpose in life? And continues braiding his chest hair. These tiny little hairs doing a very good job. It's not very long, but sure enough, there is a pattern. Wow. Thank you, you're dismissed. Uh, you back to the music room. Do you, do, you tip, do, you, do you tip them? What do you, you can tip me, I'll pass it out later. I believe you. <laughs> uh, you there, you ghosty. Do, uh, do you have any ale in this establishment? But of course, sir, we have an entire winery as part of the mansion. Holy what shit. in the fuck is this place? Bring me your most expensive frosty glass of ale. Right away. Scanlon over to the side. Have you always been able to do this? Have you been holding out on us, man? I, you know, it never occurred to me to do this before for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't be Burt Reynolds. You should be Hugh Hefner from now on. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, this is a skill that I recently acquired. I, I would not hold out on on you. Uh, this is a this is a new skill that I've just learned, and uh, I'm still making improvements to the house. You'll see that uh, our dining room has. Uh, a portrait of myself in it. Oh. Uh, not not the one that I had commissioned, but one that I had envisioned before. It's just me in a smoking jacket, uh, <laughs> standing in front of a fireplace with me in a smoking jacket above it, Stephen Colbert style. Really? <laughs> uh, and then we all have our own separate rooms. All of the beds are circular. 
Oh. Uh, they, oh. They all have a mirror over them. Oh, oh my god. That's wonderful. Uh, that's <laughs> Graceland. Um, uh, mine is oh. mine is a water bed, so Wait, be careful. Wait, you built this entire castle, so how do we know that you haven't installed creepy spy things into our room, yeah, Scanlan? Little people. I don't trust you. On we go <laughs> to the uh, to the rest of it. Wait, no more beer. I've got a great idea. Let's get some beer. Let's take a rest, and in the morning, there's this great game. We can go to the game room, mm-hmm. get some dice and some paper. <laughs> a game within a game. Okay. <laughs> The exception. It's called, it's called Meta and Dragon. We're just going to see how deep it goes. Keelan, Keelan just gets a nosebleed for no reason. She's not sure why. Had to get that out of There's my mind. never system. spinning top on the banister. Um, no. at, at, at this point, Grog, you can see the, the servant that you sent off comes up with a very large, somewhat spectral flagon that, upon handing it to you, turns into a solid metallic form Holy and inside. Shit. Very, very finely chilled and very nice smelling wine. I put my hand up for a high five. It makes contact. It does? It's a little cushy, but it, it does make contact, yes. Wait, these servants will do whatever you want that them to do? That is terrible. It's a terrible path you're going down I right am, now. I am way I'm ahead of you, Grog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm way ahead of you. As I said, there are a hundred servants here. Fifty of them are assigned to me and my own personal service. <laughs> the rest uh, are available to you in whatever capacity you would like them to do. This will be the best night. Ever. <laughs> Let me go try and, and gather the rest of the Ashari. Can I? Oh, um, uncomfortable. Can right I get now. like a plate of food from one of the ghosts? Mm-hmm. To like, it's I, proof. Okay. It's about to get the, the servants, the, 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 the servants oh. gather up a, a platter of food piling up with like grapes and, and, and meats and you know cured ham. I, I just pop out of the door and dress the people. Okay. The as soon as you pop out of the door, it all turns <gasps> to smoke and dissipates. Oh, oh. son of a. <laughs> um, hey guys, hey, it's okay. It's actually really nice. You should, why don't, you, it's been rough. Why don't we all take a night off and everyone come in and get some food, get some food. Take take a night off. Kind of where we're staying, where's our rooms? The rooms are all upstairs. There's uh, individual rooms for all of us, mine is at the end of the hallway and it is slightly bigger than the rest. Um, <laughs> Uh, you will find uh, comfortable beds and things in every room. The, the two rooms next to mine are reserved. Four. One is for Pike, well, and the other across the hallway is for Kaylee, just in case she ever drops by. That's really sweet. It's sweet, weird, but sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, it's not weird. No, it's weird. It is. No, I'm just keeping weird. her cl- cl- it's close super to my duper heart. Weird. It's, it's not really super weird. duper fine. I, I, Fine. Forget it. <laughs> when you have a daughter, you can you can worry about her as much as I do. At this point, Keyleth returns in. You can see with a few straggler, uh, you know, pirate tribal members that come in, kind of looking about, surprised and bewildered, and some of them a little freaked out by this transmissional space they just stepped into, Tardis style. Um, servants come up and start, you know, helping them. Some of them are still clutching the rocks they were building as they're kind of. Cotton circumstances pass it off and start making their way out to various rooms to just inspect the the mansion. A few stayed back just to continue finishing what they were already building, um, ensuring future uh, establishments to sleep once you guys have probably left. Sure. Um, so yeah, you guys are welcome to uh, to rest for the evening if you like. Is the door protected? Can anybody come in, or is it only if you invite them? Only invited. This is the best fucking mansion ever. How? I mean, what? How many times could you do this? Yeah. Once a day, but that's all we'll need, right? Shit, yeah. 
Wait, 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 wait. So, like, if we were in a fight and things went really south, we could take a break. <gasps> no, but they could run away. It's it not does, like time freezes. It does take a while to cast. It takes a minute, so yeah. It takes a minute to oh, cast. Okay. Middle of battle. Is sure. there anything else that you can do that you have been taught? Like, can you make an army of unicorns or a giant in a, in a dancing dress? Or is this the extent of what you can do? I like to keep a few secrets. Can if you, you make don't mind. sounds with your armpits? <laughs> yes, I can uh, bend my thumb all the way back. <laughs> <laughs> I pull creepy. out my crystal and I, I call upon the great power of trinket. I choose you. <laughs> <laughs> with a flash of, of deep blue uh, and black light, trinket emerges. <laughs> Oh, you know we what? We haven't mentioned you built a trinket room. You know what? I totally forgot to build trinket a place to sleep. That's okay. He'll stay in Kaylee's room for the time being. No, no, Kaylee's room is locked. Uh, I'm sure. Mike loves get in him. There. I bet he wouldn't mind staying. No, in let me just think about this for a second. There is, there's the third pantry. The third pantry could possibly work. It, it has some, some just mostly. No, no, it's full. We can't use that. Um, <laughs> Do you have any rooms with very high ceilings? The the front, the front. The very front. front. Hallway, the front hall. But I mean somewhere hallway. where I could put a bed for myself and, and trinket with very high ceilings. All right, yes, there's there's a whole basement area. It's a it's a large space. Wonderful, I'll move my bed down there. All right. It's, it's, for, it's for training and, and working That'll with weapons. That'll be perfect. Trinket needs to train. All right. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll go down there and I'll, I'll stay for trinket. Be, yeah. Oh, alright. Yeah, you know, because I'd want to train a little, want to like, work out a bit. Totally, I understand. Yep. I need a target, though. Alright, oh, can you call one of those little ghostly guys over? I have five of them. Yeah, there. right, five. <laughs> um, the first one of you that brings me uh, a cow wins. They all kind of look at each other. Right away, sir. <laughs> And all five of them drift off. A moment later, they all return with this spectral cow. Oh. Like five cows? Like, like five cows or like little tiny each, cows? Each one, one of them cow. is just tra traveling with one cow. They've all brought you together one spectral cow. Like a cow. bunch of meeksies with wow. cows. Do uh, <laughs> so I get to pick a cow? Or there's just one cow. There's just one cow. Right, so can I touch the cow on the head? You touch it and it, it, it has weight to it, it has surface area. Oh, we're killing cows. We're killing. What? We're seven. not killing anything, and I punch the cow in the nose. Does it bleed? <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> God. This is getting very oh, apocalypse so now. Oh, no, look, scared. I'm just seeing what it is. No, stay, Bessie. Grog. Grog, you just punched what? a cow in well, the face. I'm just face. seeing if it bleed. Did the nose bleed? There is no blood. I punch it again. Grog, <laughs> stop it! I, I took it really easy. It's, looking, it's, it's hurt, you're hurting no, it. No, not. Is there any blood? No blood. Trinket bitch. Block, trinket blocks it. <laughs> Never mind. You know what? I changed my mind. I don't need a cow. I'm gonna go stay in a normal room. No, Grog. Actually, I think you should train. I think you should train for a little bit at least. Just come down to the basement and maybe train for a little bit. All right. I'm sorry. Where did that cow come from? I called one of the servants over to me. Can you can you get anything? Can you, could you get me a small squid? Uh, they all kind of look at each other and shake their head. No, sir. We have limited resources here. The cow. We happen to have one. Cow, a real cow. Was that a real cow, Scallon, or was that some sort of ghost cow? Ghost cow. Ghost cow. <laughs> <laughs> At which point the cow <laughs> disperses. I punched it ghost, so hard it exploded. Ghost of a dinner you've already eaten. <laughs> Come back to haunt you. 
I, I go down to the training room and I stop already. at seven and go, can you bring down a bed for it's me? Done, yes. Thank you. Grog, yeah. can we train, please? Yeah. You, you want to train with me? Yes, I think, I think I need to train with you specifically. All right. Always a good time to get better, I guess. You guys head over there. <laughs> you guys walk out of the foyer into the main hallway, and at the end to the left, you see a doorway kind of appear where there wasn't one, wasn't one before. Whoa. Uh, it opens up on its own, and as you walk, you can see stairs that lead down into uh, a basement chamber that has essentially a, a sand pit surrounded by brick. There are a series of wooden training dummies and uh, you know various. Training accoutrement, there are chains hanging from the ceiling for uh, lifting and climbing exercises. Awesome. There uh, is a, a basic <laughs> set of weapons against the weapon it's a rack. CrossFit gym. Yes. A basic set of armor on the yeah. other set. Muscle uh, ups. Yes, baby. <laughs> Broke times. <laughs> yeah. We're really about to pretend to do CrossFit. Is that a thing that's actually about to happen? Okay. Is there a big thing that says wad on it? Yeah. <laughs> Wizard of the day. Yeah. <laughs> The minute we get downstairs, I start pawing into the bag of holding. What are you doing? I just need to. <laughs> oh, how did you do that? That was <laughs> What did you grab? Um. Oh, just this cleaning utensil is all. Um. Are we by ourselves? Nobody else came down, right? Just the two of you. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just wanted to do some cleaning with this broom that. But this I is where you found. train. I would put it in the bag of holding before. Maybe you can train over there on those dummies and I can just sweep up some of the sand that's around in this um, area no, right I, here. I thought we were gonna train, I thought we were gonna fight. Yes, well, Trinket actually wanted some training with his cannonball. If you will stand still so he can run into you a few times, that would be swell. I feel like there's a problem with this idea, but I'm not sure what it is, so I do it. <laughs> okay, Trinket comes along with you and can, in a very confused manner, attempts to train with you for a short time. It's been a while since we've wrestled a bear, so it's kind of fun at it's times. Fun, right? Look, I know I usually like hit back, but apparently your mum thinks you can cannonball into me, so like, give it a go. Go ahead, try, drink it. <laughs> drink it backs up, <laughs> looks over at you again, like, are you sure? <laughs> Across the sand flooring, <laughs> into a giant rolling attack oh, towards fuck. you. Uh, that is going to be, uh, what's Trinket's attack bonus? Oh god, you're really doing it. Yes! Um, yes, that's the point of this, is Numbers to mean things. Trinket to run into you is the point. His attack bonus is um, plus eight. Plus eight, that's a 23 to hit. You yeah, it hits. <laughs> you go ahead and take seven points of bludgeoning damage. And you're not prone! <laughs> we'll, we'll save this, we'll go make a strength saving throw. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, 26. Oh. So, Trinket rams into you and you hold firm and kind of flex, conversely, the giant bear bounces off, kind of stumbles back on Trinket's butt. That was pretty good! I liked it a lot. Licks you right along the face, beard kind of up a little bit. <laughs> I think this might be a good look for me. How do we get to stay? While no. all that is going on, I have a broom in my hand. You do. Um, I start climbing all over the walls. Okay. Um, <laughs> I put it between my legs and try to sit on it. All right. You and are, I, you know how weirdly, I'm doing the same thing upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. One of your servants named Brew. And I, <laughs> I kind of jump in the air a little bit. Um, okay. Um, I say, up. Fly. <laughs> Lift up. Fatty Arbuckle. <laughs> Shenanigans. <laughs> Ren and Stimpy, I don't know. Rotisserie <laughs> chicken! Fuck! Um. Grog? Yes. Perhaps it requires a bad Irish accent. Uh, uh, Fussy Arbuckle! <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. 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 Uh, Do you usually yell when you clean? No! I put the broom on the ground. I walk over and I punch Grog as hard as I can. What? What's that for? <laughs> Grog. <laughs> it's not very strong. It's not. No, I know, I'm but pretty you fucking weak. I like to like, make her feel good about it. Yeah, good, good. Ow! <laughs> oh, Sorry I hurt you, Grog. Yeah. I know that was a very strong punch. I look at Trick it and wink. <laughs> are, you, are you guys good? Do you want to keep training? Yeah, what are you doing? Nothing! I put the fucking broom back in the bag of holding. You didn't clean very much. <laughs> it's. I figured the servants can do it. I walk upstairs. Okay. Can Scanlan cast sad trombone? <laughs> <laughs> we have a music room, I actually have a trombone. With Vexna there, Trinket gets a little antsy and eventually your training session with Trinket comes in and as Trinket goes to seek Vex, you can finish your wall climbing in solace. All right. <laughs> I'm good for the night. Okay. Um, what did that count? I go find Keyleth. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I'm just chilling. I'm eating food. Yeah, there's <laughs> food. Eating food. <laughs> Relaxing. It's hey, a long day. Actually, no, I don't want to talk to you. Keyleth, <laughs> what do you know about magical things? Ah. Uh, like a lot? I'm not. Great at, at at identifying what they are. I can I can generally I can be like that's magical, but I don't know arcane things. Only natural based magic. Oh, fuck! Thank you so much. What? Why? Anything I can help you with, Scanlan. Next? <sighs> huh. I might need to talk to you. Should we retire to my room for this? Why? Yes, we should. <laughs> I was not expecting that. spit takes in the world. Keyleth just picks up her plate and awkwardly leaves. Okay. I go get the broom from the bag of holding. I run up to my room to make sure that everything's neat. <laughs> light, light a bunch of candles. I follow him up and knock on the door. Okay. The door opens up at the first knock. I'm lying in bed. <laughs> Black satin sheets. Oh. Oh, I forgot you were coming. <laughs> wow. Well, darling. Shut the door behind me. I have a favor to ask you. I should warn you, we're not alone. And I look over to the five musicians and I ask them to just strike up a little. <laughs> a, a gentle uh, classical piece with, with, with a small uh, low timber brass section kind of comes in. A little it's bossa nova. Yeah, it's nice. It's, it's, it's not too involved, doesn't distract you too much. Oh, it's oh, nice sure. mood setting, I like it. Whatever, it's just, you know, it's my special place where I just like to come and 
think about philosophy and life. <laughs> you're so smart. I've always thought that about you, that you're very smart. Well, many people do. Yes. I sit down next to him on the bed. It, it goes up and down a bit. It's a waterbed. Oh. <laughs> Cozy. Help me! <laughs> mm. Is that... What? Was that... Did we see that before? Maybe. <laughs> okay, Scanlon, I'm a terrible person, I know. What did you do? I took a broom from a poor, poor dragonborn. You took Gurn's magical broom? Maybe. <laughs> oh my god. I know, I'm sorry, I know I'm terrible, and now it won't work, and it was pointless, and I want it to work. Help me. Because it flies? Because it flies, Scanlon. What is it with you and flying? I don't know, there's just something about being up there in the air. It makes me feel alive in a way that I've never felt before. I could make you fly. Okay. Oh. Wait. Oh, you mean yes. with your cube? <laughs> yes, right. that's right. I'd rather you do it with this broom, all actually, right, and right. not in any weird way, just like to be able to help me make the broom fly. Do you know how to do that? I will try. I will examine the broom and make some sort of check on it. Make an arcana check. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> Should have come to me for that. Oh, no. Uh, it's a number. 14. 14, okay. Uh, <laughs> looking over the broom, I mean, it is definitely, you can tell it's enchanted. There are <laughs> runes along the sides of the broom. Um, you do gather from the nature of the enchantment that it is an item that requires a, uh, a spoken phrase from the wielder to initiate its magic. Um, uh, short of an identify spell, you would probably have to guess. And if you know the identify spell, that would be a way for don't. you to. Can I examine it to see if there's any markings, any like hidden anything on it? Make make an intelligence check. Intelligence. Or you know, uh, no, this this would be specifically investigation. Make investigation. An investigation check. Twenty-one. <gasps> you do notice that uh, many of the the runes <laughs> intricately carved on the side of the broom are so part of the enchantment. They're based in the enchantment. However, there is a certain. <laughs> Phrase that is not part of the enchantment. It's just scrawled into and very cleverly hidden amongst the, uh, oh. the broom. It is not common. What languages do you know? Common, gnome, pig Latin. <laughs> I speak. I speak. Um, it's not a language you recognize. I speak Elvish, Draconic, Undercommon. You don't see the words though. But no. you saw it. There are some words here that might be close <laughs> to, the, to the code word. Oh. Basically, we need to find the code word. What do we know about Gurn? Well, I tried Fatty Arbuckle. I thought maybe that was something. Did you try the others? Coral? Carol? Coral. Carol. Uh, I probably need to hold what it. What was the. Oh. Coral. Carol. I don't remember the other one's name. I don't either. Stimpy? Was it Stimpy? Stimpy. It was Stimpy. Try, try. On Coral. On Carol. On Stimpy. On Fatty Arbuckle. Wait, but what does the word say? Where's the can't, word that you I can't read the words. Can I find it? What is it? You point it out to her? I point it out to her. What is it? It is draconic. <gasps> what does it say? It's the, dra the draconic, uh, and it's, it's archaic draconic. Um, it's from the base root of the language, which is one of the oldest languages uh, in, in civilization. Uh, it spells out phonetically the word for candle. Oh, that's smart. <laughs> <laughs> At which point, the broom <laughs> in your hands and it almost lifts you off the bed for a second and you catch it and kind of hold it back down. Something has changed within me. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god. 
Scanlon. Weirdly, you are not the first floating chick I've had in my bed. <laughs> Scanlon. But that is amazing. You're flying. I hug him. I hug him as oh, hard as I've ever oh, hugged Scanlon. Oh. I love you so much. You're my favorite person in the entire really? universe right now. I Thank you. owe you. Nope. You owe me nothing. That's what friends are for. I love you. I shake her little elf hand. <laughs> it's a pretty big elf hand compared yeah, to your yeah. tiny gnome hand, but. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I sit on, how high are the ceilings in here? Uh, how high are the ceilings in as your room? As high as they can, they can be on the top floor. It, I, I, for this room, because it is an extra-dimensional space, this room is probably a good 50 feet high. High ceilings with, with, wow. with drapery, and it's so Can I sit side saddle on it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember how I said it. <laughs> you don't have remember. to remember that now. <laughs> Better write that down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't I choose something more fun to say? Welcome to D&D. <laughs> As, as the words emit from your mouth, the broom takes off, and you have to kind of aim it a bit. You start going around in circles, slowly rising up towards the roof of the room. Ah! Uh, Yay, this is awesome! I'm really high! I uh, instruct the band to start playing Flight of the Bumblebee. <laughs> You do, and you start going. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, go ahead and uh, make a dexterity check. Oh my god! I probably should have been lower to the ground when I said that. Okay, that's fine. Oh, I'm still exhausted. Yeah. Oh shit. Um. Twenty. That's fine. You're fine. <laughs> a really bad roll might have had a circumstance, but you managed to catch yourself in the broom in time. And okay, you're getting the hang of it. All right. It's still, still not. Something you're used to, but it's fine. Can I point it down towards the ground and get lower? You do, and you 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 take a few minutes to figure out the pitch and law of it, and it, it basically it it's less of a of a directional flight more than it is a combination of how you hold the front of the broom and concentrate on its direction. But nevertheless, a few moments pass, and you you get you get the hang of it. Oh my god! <laughs> this is the best day of my time. You look great up there. Thank you, thank you. But you should me. not have stolen oh, that. Oh, I know, I know, it's he terrible. He was our friend. I'm, he I'm helped us. Person, am I? I'm a horrible person. He called. We should do something a to horrible, repay I'm, the debt. No, I tried. No, I tried. I was going to give him a lot of dragon scales, and he wandered away. I mean, we can't what can possibly we do? find him now. Well, how how do I help him? Because I feel if terrible. If we can't help him, you're going to have to help someone else to, to pay, make up for to it. To make up for the the lost karma. I will help as many people as I can while I'm flying through the air. <laughs> Perhaps I will pick someone for you to help someday. To repay us both. I think that's a deal, Scanlan. All right, I will mark that down. <laughs> what, are you like a hag now? Yeah. I sit on it and I open the door and I fly through the doorway. She drifts out of the room. The door <laughs> shuts behind her. You're going to be one of those Segway assholes now. Yes, totally. It's just like, Segway asshole on earpiece. At Starbucks, this <laughs> you, you lean back in your bed on your on your fine black silken sheets, with the light of the bumblebees still blaring by the fireplace. All right, guys, it didn't work. You can go. <laughs> they all get up. The music comes, stops, and they all slowly drift out of the room one by one. Fireplace still crackling. It's nice in here. I'm sitting in wherever there's a lounge of any kind. I'm just working just in the sketchbook. Okay. Working in the sketchbook, working on things. Not a worry. All right. I'll be reading my alchemy book because I have had so little time to catch up on my reading. We never, we never talk anymore, do we? We never do. <laughs> no. 
All is right. Heavy? <laughs> <laughs> this is the best. <laughs> so good. Oh, uh, I'm gonna try to sleep. It's gonna be really, really hard because I'm so excited, but I really need to get some rest. <laughs> to feed the dog. Uh, 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 today? <laughs> I, I don't know. All right. So, uh, is everyone, anyone else want anything else? You gonna go to rest for the evening? Go all right. Rest. I'm good. All right. You all eventually find your ways to your rooms. <laughs> Happy and comfortable in the fact that no one has to take a watch for this night. Um, as you all get to bed, um, a few hours into the evening, Keyleth, you are just starting to doze off and you hear a knock at the door. Scanlan? You open the door? On my door? On your door. Who is it? Keyleth, it is Sokonos. Please open up. I wish to speak with you. I open the door. Okay. Um, Sokonos comes in, and first thing you notice, previously you had seen what was his burnt off arm at the shoulder. You can now see the flesh is extended and is currently very slowly in the process of regenerating his lost arm. Um, it catches you off guard for a moment, and he kind of puts his hand up and says, Sorry, it is not very presentable. And he kind of still keeps his hand over it, slightly embarrassed by the mid-regenerative state of it. I'm sorry to have disturbed you. I, uh, I come as unease has taken my mind. He enters the room and closes the door behind him. May we sit? Of course, please, Sir Conus. He goes over and takes one of the nearby chairs and sets it down, places one across from him for you to sit and kind of gestures with his one arm. And sits down. I would not speak with those I do not trust. And I've seen your purity of soul, Keyleth. So I come to you with these concerns. His eyes kind of trail off for a moment in the distance and he gathers his thoughts and his words. Four years ago, a young woman came to Pyra for redemption. A lost girl, cast out and wishing for acceptance. We, as we do with outcasts, took her in, taught her, and in time called her one of our own. One of the Pyra. Ah, in recent months, she began to grow distant, taking to staying in the Cinder Grove unattended for days at a time. One afternoon, the mountain moved, angry with shifting fires. We felt a disturbance in the gate. And when we went to investigate, there she was, commanding powers we did not know she had. What kind of powers? <clears throat> Beyond those of druidic nature? These were the magics taken by man who defied the gods. These were the purest of ancient arcane threads. We watched as she reached out and tore open the gate. 
She laughed as we called out to stop. But something terrible emerged from that wounded sky. Thordak? This dragon you speak of, yes. I defended all that I could, but the power was too great. And unconsciousness took me. I awoke to my people in tatters. The fires untethered. And this terrible girl, gone. It is both embarrassing and greatly alarming that we could be infiltrated by such an entity. That blame falls on me as the headmaster for not seeing this earlier. You acted within the good nature of our people. There's nothing wrong with that. How old was this girl when she came to you? And how old is she now? When she came to us, she couldn't be more than 15. So she's 19? 20? Perhaps. She did not... She did not seem to... blossom into womanhood, as many do. We considered her more of a runt of her litter, if you will. And what was her race? She seemed human. She seemed human? What do you mean? Well, we take many forms as druids. If she was indeed human at that age to command such power, I do not know her true nature. What was her name? Her name was Raishan. In the climate-ravaged world of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven. Pura is a geoengineered paradise that protects its fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. In a time when the world outside is unsafe, it's vital for Pura's existence that people rally behind the purpose of the city, and Demetria Lopez, head of the city's public relations, tirelessly promotes its idyllic image. But when she stumbles on a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she's willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Ray Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Thank you so much to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Nothing ruins my day faster than my allergies flaring up. My face gets preposterously red, my sinuses feel clogged, it feels like I'm walking around with a cartoon storm cloud over my head, which as you may be able to tell from the phlegmatic timbre of my voice is happening to me right now. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin-D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. I've been taking Claritin-D for my allergies for several years. It's been an absolute game changer because I can now go hang out with my friends who have cats without my face swelling up like a giant balloon. And that's great news because I really wanted to pet their cats and now I can. So, ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. 
I wish to tell you this, because my heart is heavy with guilt. And I just want you to know that even in places of comfort and family, be careful. Keep those who know you can trust close. And be mindful of those that promise aid when they have not proven themselves. If you, you have an instinct, follow it. Are you referring to something in particular, Sirconis? I just do not wish you to make the same mistake I did. Anyway, I thank you for your companions and you coming to our aid. It shall not be forgotten. I shall keep an ear open for the name Raishan. If I hear anything about her, I'll send word. Should you need the aid of the Pyra, though we are not much at now, come find me. I look forward to you bringing Zephra together. You will make a fine leader. Thank you, Sir Conness. And I'm glad that you're still with us. Katiake, Katiake, Sir Conness. Sirconis leaves. And I start pouring through my notes for the name Raishan because Keyleth believes she has heard that name before. Mm -hmm. Is one of the dragons, correct? One of the white, the green, one. the green one? Okay. Okay. That is true. Um, can, do I have any other like reference? Would I know anything else about that? That's all you know is the name Raishan was used uh, when the Conclave attacked Imon, and it seemed the name belonged to the green dragon that initiated the assault where you guys were. Oh, fucking bitch. So, these thoughts echoing through your mind. The streets will run green. Yes, they will. Well. <laughs> you yes, sleep, yeah. but uneasily, as all of these realizations swirl in your head. Eventually, sleep takes you, but it's not an easy sleep. Just enough to function, barely. Vax. As you yourself have attempted to stave off sleep for many days, pushing yourself to your limits, it finally takes its toll, and you drift off into a deep, deep slumber. In that slumber, you find yourself in darkness. Echoes of a distant voice, muffled, as if underwater. Crash, the darkness is shattered into a thousand black feathers, and you find yourself falling, <coughs> falling, falling towards what seems to be a tangled net of glowing threads. You're afraid you might impact at such a speed, but before you do, you slow and come to a stop before this extremely prominent, glowing weave, this infinite tapestry in all directions. You're uncertain the meaning of this moment when a large, cold hand reaches past your shoulder and grasps a thread right before your face, this singular glowing thread pulsing with light like a heartbeat. You follow the arm over your shoulder and glance up directly into the massive form 
of the Raven Queen. Porcelain face, like a mask. Long, jet black hair. Her body encasing you like a physical cage. Your eyes follow the arm back to the thread that she carries between her massive fingers. She tugs it ever so gently, and it causes waves to ripple through the tapestry into infinity. Her voice fills your mind, both calm but cold. This is you, my champion. You are fate-touched. The choice is yours. Rebirth or ruin. Maker or martyr. Conqueror. Tyrant. Or nothing. She plucks the thread from the weave, snapping it. You plummet into the hole left behind it, falling faster and faster into the dark. Losing control, you turn around and see the Raven Queen disappearing into the distance, growing smaller and smaller until suddenly, nothing. Grog. You fall into a deep snore, heavy, heavy snore after drinking the wine, climbing up walls. You've had an exhausting day of... Sleeping in the sand pit. Okay, you are cream off your face down. Like a beach, just. It's great. It's like cat litter. You've drilled into the sand and it's kind of clustered around your beard. It's, it's horrifying. Yeah. But in the middle of snoring, nope. this restful sleep also comes into your mind. You find yourself walking alone, a long hallway into blinding light. You have to cover your face, it's so bright. But you push forward because you know there's only one way to go. You cannot see but you can hear around you and sense the hallway's ended and there's now space around you. You cannot see, but you sense an arena. Gladiatorial in nature, you can hear the distant whisper and hum of crowds cheering. Fell up, fell up. <laughs> you sense others around you closing in suddenly. A voice, ever whispering in your ear, says, Release me. Still blinded, eyes closed, on instinct, you pull the cold, dark blade from your back and swing wide, over and over again, feeling the shuddering shock of each impact, your strength matched by the razor-like edge of your weapon, cleaving down any who would approach. The high of adrenaline is incredible, and you laugh aloud at the sheer thrill of your own power. <laughs> the light subsides and your vision returns. You look to see hundreds of people dead at your feet. Farmers, children. You see Pike, motionless, cast among the carnage. You want to scream, but instead you laugh against your own judgment and intent, like you're locked within yourself and have no control. And as you look up from the pile of corpses at your feet, you see a towering figure before you, cast in furs and bone, standing even a head and a half's height above you, is Kevdak, looking down at you with pride. The entire herd steps up beside him, staring at you atop your throne of corpses, and the herd kneels. Kevdak bows looking up at you, smiling. You 
You have finally made me proud, Grog. You wake up. <gasps> Spittle and sand and grit mashed against your face. Who knows how long it's been. It's been a while since you've had a dream, let alone one like that. Now, as you all eventually come to in the morning, having your evening's rest, you've recovered your hit points, your spells, all the usual good stuff, in a fantastic mansion. Maybe not the most fantastic rest for some of you, but a fantastic mansion. You all eventually find your way to the breakfast nook, which is <laughs> as extravagant as you would imagine a Scanlan-based breakfast nook would be. Green marble, subway tiling. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> all right, carry on. Crystal chandelier. Uh, crystal chandelier. There's a fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Breakfast feast already prepared, rows of servants along the walls just waiting eagerly to attend to you guys as you sit down, pouring fresh juices. Uh, it smells fantastic, and most of you look rested except for a handful. <laughs> Eat, drink. I come skipping into the room for sure. <laughs> Good morning. You're looking delighted and delightful. What That's a beautiful gallons. day it is. Do you have wine and ale at the breakfast buffet? Sure, sure. There's mimosas. There's. Uh, I'll have a mimosa. Oh, have you never heard of breakfast beer? Mimosa. Breakfast beer. Sure. Breakfast beer. There's milk from a. There's <gasps> milk from a cow with a broken nose. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> Can you hear it? Can it be you? It'll be fine. <laughs> when we leave this place, all these people die anyway. You're supposed to. You're supposed to. You're supposed to turn the milk after it leaves the cow. <laughs> wait, 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 Scanlan. Can we store things here, or does it all disappear as soon as we leave? I don't know. You haven't tried it before. We should leave something inconsequential. We'll leave Trinket, and then it, we'll try it again, and if Trinket's still here, we'll know. We'll know. Shoulders Trinket. It's just, yeah, no? No. All right. We'll leave the broom and see if no, it's still here. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, uh, Vex, is there something you'd like to admit to the rest of the group? They'll see you use it sooner or later. What? You hear a voice what? go, hmm? Trinket's over there, face covered in breakfast food, kind of like trying to sit at one of the uh, <laughs> one of the edges of the table, like a person. The actual bowing of the wooden bench that Trinket's on is like you hear the creaking as he moves around in it. <laughs> um, thank you, Scanlan, for making me feel. Um, so guess what? I can fly A plus. What? How did yeah? that happen? Um, did you? I had a really weird night too. What what happened? Um, in your because oh, I I mean did flight. Did you have a weird night? Do you want to tell us about it? What? No. No, I want to hear about your night. I think you go first. Well, I've only learned how you fly. Okay. <laughs> so I sort of, kind of tricked Gurn. I'm a terrible person. Gurn, our friend. You swallowed that last part. What'd you say? I sort of, kind of. This is the worst. Took something that wasn't mine. In a way, I mean, oh, you so know, I was you... holding on to it, and then I just sort of slipped, and it fell into the bag of holding. What was that? You stole from a candle maker. I stole from a necromancer. <laughs> you it's funny, slash huh? candle maker. Oh, well, yes. Phrase things. How they yes, no, he was a nice guy. Oh no, no. I, I, I think I, we I, should hear Vax's opinion of this. <laughs> Vax, I think you were a bad influence. <laughs> 
I can't touch. I've uh, done my share of past. I thought you were a little over I mean, to be fair, we did steal a carpet once. We did. Did we steal that? I thought it was well, just Well, we sort no, of we used that in an emergency. We commandeered. We commandeered. We used it, Scanlan, and we didn't tell Laura. And then never gave it back. That's true. We're terrible. I don't think us can judge you, Saleh, but it does strike me as a little bit odd. Well... Yes. I know. I know. I'm afraid these, um, rogue tendencies I've been learning from you, brother, may be rubbed off a little bit. Mm-hmm. No, I just, um, I know, I, I shouldn't have. And I, 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 don't care. I, I, you know, I wanted to return it right away and then he wandered off. That's a lie. I didn't want to return it, but I did want to pay him. Um, I don't think you to wanted to do that either. No, I did, I did, I wanted to pay him, but he wandered away and then I didn't pay him. And now I have this broom that I stole and there's really no way to return it. Well, I probably could find him, but I don't want to because now I can fly, you guys. Are you gonna like re-gift it? No. Oh. What do you say, Percy? I, I think are you are you, are you honestly are you honestly asking my boy? You said what? Actually, Percy, it's do you kind know? Of funny. I know you can build <laughs> things and make things wonderful. Well, can can you show me what is this thing? You, what did you steal? What is this? thing? I pull out the broom and I lift up in the air. Big ass watches the back outside. Takes off above the breakfast room. Right, that is pretty cool, Vax. That's pretty, that's pretty badass. I don't know if I approve what of the metaphor, when you but shoot this... a couple arrows from up there. Yeah, shoot me with an arrow. Yeah, shoot okay. some arrows. Okay, you're not holding onto the I, broom yeah, anymore. Here, I, I, no, 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 I've been practicing, I've been practicing. I reach um uh, on the table and I grab what I'm sure is a whole chicken sitting there. Sure. And I hold it up. And I go, Has it not occurred to you that you're not going to be able to fly? I lift. I, right. No, no, no. Look, I'm not holding on, Percy. All right, Look Bex. at me not holding on. Ready? Bex? Bex? Oh, dear. Trust. Oh, oh dear. Watch your eyes. Watch your eyes. <laughs> Trust, Bex. All right, Laura, I want you to go ahead and first roll a dexterity check. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. 13. 13. Okay. You. Almost slip off the broom in the process of drawing the arrow from the quiver. Oh, shit. You catch yourself and just Whoa. barely manage to pull back and fire. I want you to go ahead and roll and attack with disadvantage. Oh man, disadvantage. Okay. Please, God, may your aim be true today, Vex. For 16. 16. <laughs> the arrow does get relatively close to your hand, but it does stick in the, into the turkey. <laughs> she did it! I hand the chicken to Scanlan. Mm, I start uh, eating. I pull the arrow <laughs> out of the chicken. Again, and I throw uh, uh, the chicken closest to me into the air. Oh shit. A moving target. Oh god, okay. Mm. Okay, make another dexterity check. Okay. There's lots of chickens, by the way. balls. <laughs> 13. 13, okay, this time you start falling off and you catch yourself entirely. The arrow just goes wide. You don't even Mother get a chance bitch, to I really need to work on this. Okay. All right, it'll take some practice. No, this, this, I don't think this is a, this may be an engineering issue. Yes, Percy, this is the thing. An engineering. Can you build a seat on this? Uh, I pull out my notepad and start sketching. <laughs> what if you could build a seat and then I can sit on it instead of trying to sit on this tiny little let me, stick? Let me, let me. Tinker? Tinker. <laughs> you know, beyond it being an engineering issue, it might be a greed issue first. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Look. How's that mimosa treating you? It's phenomenal. It's been a, a long few weeks. I don't care. I don't care. 
We're never gonna see Gurn again. I have so many other things. Oh no, she's to day drunk about. again. No, are you already <laughs> drunk? No, I'm just. It's been a long feud. Look. Oh Jesus. Look, I don't care anymore. <laughs> How many okay. was that? Just right. one, no. right? We've been here five minutes. I float down, I float down. No. I just don't want you to die. I float down eye level. I just don't want you to die. But I'm still floating. I don't want you to die because I don't. Of, your great, of your greed. I don't care that you Keyleth. have. The, the, you look amazing. Thing. Doesn't like, she look like, amazing? Like a, real, like a real hoverboard, is there a chance this one might set on fire as well? Why are you trying to be an asshole? Here's <laughs> <laughs> the thing, Keyleth. I'm not afraid to die anymore. I came to this realization. I've seen the other side. I've come. Well, I've come to terms with it. Phenomenal that you've come to terms with it. I don't know about the rest of us in the room that all watched you die. Though. I feel too too guilty to say no to her. I'm perfectly content. It is pretty sweet flying around like that. It's pretty wonderful. It's really yeah. cool. Can I try? She's an adult. I'd you love to know I the just, magic like word. I, said, I don't. I Deep give levels of arrested development. So I don't care about the broom. Keyleth, Vex swore just, to me that she would only use it for good. That's right. That's good. I'm not going to steal anything while I'm riding on it. Where would you put it anyway? You I know, right? <laughs> just don't get into trouble, I guess. Something I'll practice as much as I can, and and Percy's going to help me. Yes. So I can be stable on this. You're, thing. I may need some money, but we'll put something together. I will give you. You're going to carry that on your back. Maybe. You look like a by-rodent chimney sweep. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel so good. Just, you got out, you came out on top this time. Okay. It might not happen next time. I start eating while sitting on the broom. All right, I'm, I think she's <laughs> listening to me. I think you broke through. I think I did. I think you're learning to let people be people. I don't care. Oh, anymore. look, look. Yes, you do. Another round of I chickens just has just arrived for us to eat. Oh, chicken. Oh. Okay, no, but seriously. I don't know what breakfast is, so Where I just keep go? commanding them to make chickens. Where should we, um. <laughs> so much chicken, guys. <laughs> Where should we head to? Yes, what is our next, uh. Shoot, I, I kept a list, uh, like a to-do list for us, but I didn't bring it tonight. Uh, oh, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something that was a belch. Did yeah. you wanna head back to, um... Actually, Keelith, you said something weird happened last night for you as well. Uh... <laughs> yeah, um... Sir Conus stopped by. Yeah. Um... I look at my brother. <laughs> All right, cool, keep going. Not Good you know, I, as my elder. He stopped by as my respected elder. Ugh. And uh, <clears throat> do you all remember the name Raishan? Uh, yes. That's one of the dragons. Apparently she's our little infiltrator. What do you mean? She came in to the fire, Shari. She came to the Pyra about four years ago. And the Ashari, being the adoptive people that we are, they took her in. They adopted a dragon. They adopted a dragon. Do, you, do they How? think she's the one who sabotaged the rift? Right. They do. Yeah. Huh. They were unaware. Does that make that her, she was her the leader or something? Or is, is that how all the dragons got through? I, I'm still not quite it sure. It makes her the instigator, at the very least. Okay. It makes her fairly close to Thordak, it would seem. Apparently, when she came to the Fire Achari, she was about 15 years old. And 
as a dragon? Visually. As a human, as a human woman. So, so she was, was making it making seem it like seem she was 15. She was making it seem like she was 15, and they started realizing that she possessed powers far beyond anything that they had seen before, and then these powers began to exceed anything beyond our juridic capabilities. Did and it would seem that they realized that too late. Did they say anything about her goals, her motivations, her ambitions? Sarkonis said one day they woke up and the mountain was spewing fire and was angry with lava, and when he went to investigate it, she was there, ripping over, ripping open the rift. Hmm. And that was when everything happened. When he came to consciousness, everything was destroyed. So that's all he saw, and she was gone. But we know where she went next. Where? Where? Well, oh. to a mom. Yeah. Oh, eventually. <laughs> oh, right. Eventually. Yeah. Right. Sure. Right. The day. You created that. The, well, I was trying to skip exposition. I thought right. you guys could fill in the blanks. Well, we thought you had new information beyond uh, that. New I, no, I didn't. It was, it was certainly set up that way. Thank you. Right. Oh, sure. I'll work on that next time. It was very leading. Um. <laughs> okay, well, that's good to know. So. So, perhaps we should inquire if. Do you think this Raishan? Raishan. Has tried to uh, pretend to be a human woman in any other place? Should we ask around? Or, or was it just the one ruse here to get gain entry for her companions? I am not sure. All right. Uh, before five well, don't years trust earlier. anyone. Don't trust anyone. Got it. Just don't trust him when he's. Servant says. rushes forward. More chicken, sir. <laughs> Keep it coming. Right away. Extra barbecue sauce. Maybe. Any vegetables? Vegetables, sir? I forgot to tell them to make them. Sorry, it's no, okay, all chicken. Cool. Chicken yeah, it's it is. <laughs> cool. So where do you guys want to, um, chicken and mimosas, it's my favorite <laughs> breakfast. Um, maybe and you, maybe you, oh, waffles, waffles too? Waffles. Yo, chicken and waffles, that's right. Yes, yes. Oh. Um, maybe someone else should be in <laughs> no, charge okay. of the food next time we come here. All right. Um, my tastes are a little. Base? Little. Uh, Singular. Uh, hey. One thing that this cat does confirm is that this has been a plan that's been in the process for a very, very long time. No, I just came up with the chicken this morning when I woke up. <laughs> Where are we going next, you guys? Well, there was, Grog had some uh, brass knuckles to get. Was that a thing? Did we get those? Uh, no, we haven't gotten those yet. Okay. But there's a lot of other things to explore. All right. Wait, yeah. did we have to go make a trip to anyone else's homeland? How's Whitestone? How's... We need to talk to a Sphinx, a Sphinx's boyfriend. Oh, that's right. We do need to talk to a Sphinx's boyfriend. Maybe that should be our next... Mm. What was his name? Hang on. And, and what were we trying to get there? Another one of the uh, He. I thought he knew other of vestiges. He needs Titan Stone Knuckles of Cord. Yeah. Yes. Which Cavdeck has. Yep. Um, that's with your band. That's of with your your tribe. Yeah. Okay, but then there's then there's the Sphinx. For a family reunion, Grog. What's that, Max? So is it time for a family reunion, Grog? Are you ready for that? Or do you want to put that off a bit? Oh no, man. We, I mean, whenever. It's, so you, you want to go like now? Or do you want to maybe swing by? Side of that or the library, I imagine. You want to go to the library? 
No, I was just saying that it's either that. Or <laughs> so the it's Grog's herd or the Sphinx or to the get Sphinx. something. We'll remember on the way, and then <laughs> or, or or TBD find something else to do. I guess Grog's thing is the most promising. We know that there's knuckles there. We know that there's people we'll know there. Well, it's all actually around Western, right? Aren't your people around Western? Yeah, you know they roam. So we have to find them. Yeah. The last time we ran into them, wasn't it um, on the way to Craghammer? Mm. From Western? Yeah. Odessa's mate is What's south it? of the Frost I think wheels. it was. Yeah, What's it was on the way to Craghammer, that's right. Is Frostwield near Craghammer as well? The Frostwield is south of Western. South of Western, yes. <laughs> so let's make our way to Western, I suppose, then. And that's in the direction of both Grog's herd and the Frostwield? Mm-hmm. Potentially? Well, Grog would know. Whoa. Cool. Yes, you're, I think Grog really wants to go. Yeah, we sure should probably to... go there. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Your, your herd wanders all across the Silvercut uh, roadway, that whole area to the uh, west of Westruin, south of Craghammer, east of Iman, that kind of vicinity. They wander there. Around there. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, but look, look, I was thinking, look, it might be like a thing when we find them, right? So look, yeah. picture this, me, and then a lot of other me's, and they're yeah. all really big and angry. So like, if we want to do anything else before that happens. I think they'll <laughs> attack us, but we're with you, you're an ally. Yeah, and I'm a super cool, awesome, fun guy, but. <laughs> We didn't really leave in, like, the best terms. Oh, uh, weren't you, like... Ass-kicked, yeah. Yeah. All of us, all left for dead, pretty much. Uh, you know what, Grog? It's been a while. Why exactly were you beat up and kicked out of your herd? Right, so I was a bit younger. Sure. And um, we were, like, wandering through the woods and we came upon, like, this little old bearded Thing, right, and like he was carrying like groceries on here, like food and stuff, and everybody was like a little hammered from boozing, and they were like, "Hey, let's kill the little thing, and we'll string him up, we'll see what his insides look like." And normally I'm like, "Yay, I wear him as a hat," but <laughs> he looked really like sweet, and I felt bad, so I said like we shouldn't do that, and um, they didn't like that answer. My uncle in particular, he, he he didn't like that. So he made me fight my cousin, his son. And? That wasn't bad. I handled that not, it was not a problem. All right, okay. So they might have a grudge about that. No, there's well, no grudge. They pretty much think I'm dead because after I whooped his son's ass, he whooped my ass. Well. Oh. Yeah. We have a thing for that. We do? Can I borrow your hat? Uh, of course you can borrow my hat. I'm going to borrow your hat. Sure. Hat of disguise? If you don't want to have an immediate confrontation with your family, there's no particular reason why they have to know you're alive yet at all. You could wear this hat. Might not fit on your head, you could maybe put it on one of your knuckles. Not hiding from my herd? Well, I, you were giving off the impression of one who was looking forward to putting something off. I was, was I? You were. You're not anymore. As <laughs> if you've been dead, somehow. Very big. If you're too scared to do it, we can go elsewhere. 
sorry. I, I will never say that again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm excited to go. I want to go. We should go. Um. We, you know, what we need is the wolf. The wolf? Yeah, we need... Um, oh, the wolf in Whitestone? Yeah. He's got like, you know, don't they smell shit? You can help us find them. Well, Trinket can smell. I, I, I can also theoretically turn into a wolf to help us find things. I mean, if you want to, I don't know how long it's been since he's seen a she-wolf, so, you know. More. <laughs> I've been talking as. <laughs> I mean, Just out of curiosity, I mean, we're not going to walk in and negotiate with your uncle. He's not going to give us these knuckles. He, he's a proud owner of them. Yes. Yep. Would it be wise? And how many are in the herd, roughly? What's a number bigger than like five? Six. six? Yeah, it's like six. <laughs> You mean right. it's like at least six, or possibly more than six? How fast actually is the is the reproduction Did, process? Are there more? Of are there more I people in your hand or fingers on your hand? Wait. I hold up Scanlan's hands, then I hold up my hands behind them, so that all uh, twenty fingers are waggling. Grog, are there more than this many in your herd? Yeah, six. Okay. He's counting hands, not fingers. Oh. <laughs> I'm mine too. We all hold up our hands. How many hands We're is doing that? We're doing our hands, bro. Yeah, that, that, that's, closer, yeah. that's closer. That's closer. A lot. It's you... been a long time. Okay, sure. Yeah. This could be bad. So, yeah, this could be bad. This could be bad. We, we could attempt to steal them. Steal from the Goliaths. That could work. How easy is that? Does he wear them all the time? I mean, Does he put them in a chest? They're pretty smart. They're like me. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. I mean, I don't think it's going to be pretty no matter what we do, but I actually think trying to steal them might be a better angle than going toe-to-toe -to -toe with six Goliath. I just right. did air quotes. So here, here's, right here's the thing, though, right? Like, normally, if you try and steal something or if you try and break the rules and you're, like, keyless and you get arrested, like, every time, arrested <laughs> ain't so bad. They don't really arrest you. They're like open you up and use you as an appetizer. As a hat. Yeah. Yeah. That was my thing. Yeah, though. yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm a little, I'm a little nervous about that. that. Pick the least terrible option right now. Well, we need these vestiges. We cannot do anything without these vestiges. It, well, we it can... seems to me, it seems to me that no matter where we go, we are putting ourselves in peril. Yep. So it's really just a question of which peril do we want to and face And don't we first. theoretically need the vestiges before we go visit Odessa's boyfriend? I thought, I thought Odessa's boyfriend had a vestige. No, 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 no. he no, has locations of other vestiges. Odessa? Ocesa? Oh. Ocesa. Sorry. Sorry. Shit, that's what I would call her. <laughs> Odessa. Ocesa. I feel like Pike would want to come with us, Grog. Hmm. Well, You're okay. very dear to her. Oh, but wasn't Pike kind of and like this grand her grandfather the reason? Yeah, no, it was it was Pike's grandfather. Yeah, yeah, and plus she's like a healer. Well, the, the very least, let's make our way to Westron then. Let's get that far and see what's. Well, remember Westron is. We under can instantly transport right anywhere. No, 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 
You know of, like, trees outside of Westrum? I can, but it's under dragon rain. In fact, isn't that where Raishan stopped off? No, the scrying that you saw black actually dragon. was Umbrasil, the black dragon that, um, that, that took up residence, it seems, in uh, Gat Shadow, the mountain. North of Western. North of Western at the base of the Cloudkeep. Right. And Gat Shadow is where Grog got his scar, right? Yep, that's where you guys initially. Uh, all right, all right, fuck. Uh, look, um, if there's a lot of them, and only like a handful of us, it's not usually customary to have two sides go at each other. If we want those knuckles, I'm pretty sure it might have to be one-on-one. Now, <laughs> I know I can totally take my uncle, <clears throat> but I wouldn't mind if we found like a few extra credit items before we did that, <laughs> just in case, you know, I have like the flu that morning, you know, or it burns when I pee, just something to like take the edge off. So Sphinx first. Sphinx, I think it is. I mean, if that's what you want to do, then yeah. <laughs> Say no more. Okay. And did we also want to check out the Cobalt Reserve, which was in Westrun, or did Alora already handle Allura, that? Alora, I think, handled that, right? You saw her. She was there, and yeah. she and it looked pretty trashed. Okay. It looked like she grabbed a lot of the last of the good things. All right, let's go to the Sphinx then. Where's that? The Frostweald. We've been Frostweald. there. Frostweald. Yes, been there. we have. So been we could. Frostweald. Do you remember any trees there? Frostweald is where Grog mugged down with a nymph, right? Right. Yes. Allegedly. Allegedly. We'll yeah. never know. Hey, Grog does not kiss and tell. Yes, you do. All the time. All the time. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> Just not that one time that we really want to actually know. Let's go to the Frostweald. Let's right. do it. Frostweald. Do you remember any trees? Do I remember any trees? At the time, uh, because you were not specifically paying attention to sort of ability of yours, um, there is no specific tree that has caught your attention. Um, you could attempt to make an uh, to make an in, make an intelligence roll. Not my strong suit. <laughs> it's not mm. my strong suit. Just straight intelligence check. Mm-hmm. Nine. Nine. Unfortunately, you can't recall the specific location of any trees in the frost wells. It's been a long time since then, and you weren't being conscious of it at the time. Um, it's been a few years, you guys. Uh, um, you can recall. All trees look the same, don't they? they? You know, after a while. Say it. Say it. All, all trees right. look the same. Everybody hop on Vex's broom. <laughs> oh, you know, I can get us. Close, I mean, we can try. Or I could theoretically. I could tie little scry. ropes to the broom and I all hang on. I can scry and look for a tree. If you'd like to, yeah. Uh, and take time to do that? If you want to, yeah. The, the, the trees in the area you would know, you're, that you could recall, there was um, there were trees based around the crossroads, which is the middle point of the Silvercut uh, roadway that's even further northwest and west of Westron. Uh, there's the Bramblewood Forest, which is just north of Westron. Right. Um, there are, uh, I mean, most everything would be further west from there. Those, those are the, the closest, closest destinations. So With uh, the crossroads, we could maybe get us to the crossroads, but we could. Or we could just go to Westrun. Yeah. Yeah. Is Westrun still Westrun's there? Westrun's under Dragonbull. There's dragon an actual dragon, dragon like on Westrun. There's dragons on. Well, top not of it. on. Well, up in the mountain, but oh, down but they've, but they've got it. like wyverns kind of policing, right? In Westrun. You, you didn't notice in your scry. I'm gonna assume. Up to you guys. Let's do the crossroads. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. We could like theoretically run into your herd, though. Yeah, right? I mean, I hope we do. Yeah. 
to the crossroads. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, so you're going to the crossroads. Cross, crossroads is about two days of travel northeast of the frost wheel, about three days travel. Um, so I would be going northeast from the crossroads, yeah. or I would be, if I wanted to go in the Bramblewood, I'd be have to go southwest to get to the frost wheel. Here we go. So, <laughs> this is the frost wheel. Uh huh. Explain this the world is Westrun. This is the crossroads. Oh. This is Iman. This is Craghammer. Oh shit! Where's Where's the Bramble Forest? Bramblewood. Uh, it's right here. It's oh, okay. By West one. The crossroads is over here. So uh, you can totally take the crossroads. But it'll take the go to the go to the forest. forest. Let's go to the Bramblewood Forest. Bramblewood Forest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. So um, there's got to be some big trees the there. I remember yeah. a few big trees. Where we can I remember admiring a few big trees in the Bramblewood Forest. Because you spent a lot of time in Westrun specifically, you you do recall various locations, and you take a moment to kind of concentrate on a few trees actually within Westrun that you recall. There was one that was near Playground where you had once. Interrogated a small child oh, yeah. at the edge. Yeah. Um, From the, the green. I remember party. that. Yeah. We spent a whole day in that park. Yep. Uh, you you begin to cast the spell and you concentrate on that tree in the park. Um, there's no connection to the tree. Oh no. You gather that the tree may not have survived the initial attack on Westron. Uh, however, you do take a moment and you do recall at the entrance to the Bramblewood when you guys were briefly attacked by that uh, that group of thieves that were pulling you off to the side. Uh, pretending to be yeah, yeah, a stranded yeah. caravan, uh, there was. Oh yeah, there was uh, a series of rather large trees that kind of marked the roadway there, and you recall one that had distinct markings, um, and you do manage to find a point of concentration or connection so there. It took me a moment to find signal. Okay, all right, we're good. We're you mean good. A signal I think boost. I got one. <laughs> you complete the spell against one of the one of the petrified trees on the outside of the cinder grove. Doria opens up, and you guys can see uh, a thicket of bramblewood trees on the opposite side. You all rush through one after the other, drink it, jumping behind. <laughs> you all make it through, and you're now standing uh, on kind of the central pathway of the bramblewood. Um, more further south, you probably about an hour and a half foot travel before you exit the southern the portion forest. of the forest. All right. Sorry, guys. This is as close as I could get us. Oh, this How is great. far are we now? A day's travel? Two days' travel? You said? No, no. From oh, to the uh, to the frost wheel. Yeah. You're about a, a day and a half on on foot. Uh, on a very very fast fast on horseback, you're about a, a day, a little under a day. On foot, you're looking at about two days' travel, a little over two days' travel. Ugh. Yeah. That's like a, at a rapid pace. Mist form. Or where we go in where? Mist form. We can be close. We're not very fast in mist form. No, are we, we are. We're super fast. Are we? How long would it take to get us in mist form? Uh, it would be a little bit faster than uh, uh, than than horse. Sweet. Like a day. Shall we turn in the clouds and go? Nice I haven't done clouds. this before. Is it I freaky? I pop trinket it back it's into a little freaky. crystal. <laughs> it's super freaky. Is it super freaky? It's so super freaky. Super freaky. Um, Super freaky. All right. Percy, what if instead of like a seat, what if it was like, like I was straddling it and there were like two little things, I'm, I'm like sorry, do you, do, you want, do you want to design this? No, 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 it's up to you. Are it's you totally sure? you. Yeah. I was just coming with ideas I mean, to not help like, you out. Like, like you, are you, but you're welcome totally to design your it, it's just going to be much more expensive. No, 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 no. it's all more. you. It's all you. It's cute, what are are you in the? Uh... Yeah. Okay. I'm picking my spells because I haven't done right. that yet. So. But yeah, well, poof. So Keyleth, Keyleth goes ahead and casts, uh, is it Windwalk, right? Windwalk. 
and watch. All of you guys take a, take a moment to transform into a mist form, and you all begin to just coast right around the top of the trees, making your way south uh, to, the, to the back of the Bramblewood. Um, as soon as you exit the the top of the trees, you can see Western ahead of you. Um, and there are a number of, of interesting things to catch your attention. First and foremost, you see halfway between the tree tops uh, to the south end of the forest and the very north part of Westruin, there appears to be a large. It's it's green, open field with like you know thicker patches of grassland here and there. There is a section that is just a grassless dirt mound that has, as you start coasting over, you can see what looks like uh, spikes of wood. Uh, a couple of things that glimmer in the light as you pass over, um, and it looks like large grooves kind of dug in a haphazard pattern. This patch about maybe 15, 20 feet across, and you see two people kind of bringing a cart away from it. Oh, can we miss down a little closer to like get a better view of what it is? Yeah. So it's like wispy kind of people clouds. <laughs> um, Those clouds look like half elves. <laughs> 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 uh, okay. No one seems to. Hey, I'm uh, the two individuals that went with the cart. They're a little, too little far from what you can see at this point, but they both appear to be humanoid, um, in no particular rush. But they're they're hauling this large cart away. Um, as you look, you can see in this this patch of dirt, um, the glimmers that you saw was there's a smattering of gold and silver coins that appear to have just been kind of tossed in this pile. It looks like there are pieces of wood. Uh, that have been broken and crushed in the giant grooves. Uh, who, who's taking the intense look at this one right now? Okay, so the two of you, I want you to roll investigation checks. Eighteen. Uh, wow, no, sixteen for me. Sixteen, okay. Uh, you recognize, you, you get a feel for it too because of your, your specialty in this. You notice that this, this, the giant grooves that tear into this are actually sweeping claw marks. Like something of a large side and a very fast speed came down, and has come down multiple times to snatch up something that was placed in this location. Oh, this is where they make their offerings. This is yeah. where the offerings are made. That's good to know. Um, Proper pin. Sure. Right, because I have advantage on anything having to do with dragons. Right, which as you're seeing this now, right. yeah, you, you, you would gather the information with them as you do. As you guys, do you guys continue southward? Uh, yeah. Coasting in the outskirts yeah. of the city. It's good to know that that's there, though. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We can set an ambush later. Yeah. You guys begin to coast around the outside it's of Westrun, <laughs> drifting up above as well. This kind of wispy pattern of clouds. Um, you get a view of the external farmlands that dot the north northwestern side of Westrun. A number of them appear to have been burned. Uh, not like. Forest fire or cataclysmic meteorite, like intentionally burned. Um, the crops are just charred and black, and there's a pattern to how that was set. Um, a few farmhouses also appear to have burned as well. But there are farmlands that are also functional, and you can see a few people tilling the land. Um, I want everyone to make a perception check. A what? Perception, perception. check. Fourteen. Fourteen. Sixteen. Eighteen. Three. Thirty-one. <laughs> Twenty-two. Okay. Uh, so people above twenty would be the twins. 
All right, so uh, Vex and Vax, you guys look over these fields, and two things you notice. One, each set of farmers that are working, there is a well-armed individual on the outskirts of each of these farms that is just intently watching them work. And as you're kind of paying attention to this, one of them walks over and kind of starts screaming at one and pushes them over and then kind of stands back and keeps guard. Uh. Um, you guys also notice that the outside of the city, there appear to be some sort of some sort of construct, a battlement. It's almost like another wall, a very thin wall has been built around the various entrances to the city. They've imprisoned the people. We can't, can't talk, talk to talk. each other. You can't talk to each other. No, no, no. Stop. We just vape at each other. <laughs> do we keep going or I mean, do we? Do somebody make the choice. Like, down or keep going? I don't know what good we'll do right now. You're the only two who've noticed, so right. Yeah, it's up to you guys. Stop. Do you guys want to go investigate, or you want to keep? I mean, how stop? many how many guards are there around there? Uh, you only you only see two that are actually in the immediate farmland, and they're they're quite a walk away from the actual city. They don't appear to be like on heavy. And lock. I, as wind pull in front of my sister and use windy windiness and wind hands and wind farts to put up stop. Uh, sign with my hands and then point down. I don't know what's possible in this form. Okay, yeah, no, that's possible in the form. So, so uh, Vex, you see Vax, your brother, kind of stop in front of you, put his hands up, and kind of point downward with his hands. What do you want to do? What do you <laughs> want? I noticed it too. I I float on over to this. <laughs> hand signs. Uh, I'm going. I'm going to. Go down, and I'm going to motion for her to follow. All right, okay, going down. All you guys right. all follow? I'm solidifying the ground. I just don't I'm know. I'm still thinking about what were those big gashes in the ground back there? Yeah, that was really confusing <laughs> to you. All right, you guys, you guys all drift down towards the ground as you see Vax begin to take on a physical form. Ah, on the shit. Can we stealth? Can, as we come out of it, I want to cast Pass Without a Trace like immediately. Okay, uh, you're in the middle of. of uh, are you going down in the burnt farmland or one of those? The I want to. Can we go down in like an area that there's like shadow? To where we're like uh, hidden. There are a few of the fields that are more like high crop, you know, corn style. Somewhere stocks. that when we take form, we'll be hidden. Just you two, right? I don't know. I'm going down too. You three? Okay. So Percy, Vax, and Vex all take a moment to revert back to their physical form. Oh, uh, I'm I'm reverting too. Okay. I'm a follower. All right. <laughs> Scanlan, Kila. What's going on? I guess I guess so. Wow, we're just gonna make this super obvious, huh? There are dragons flying overhead. All right. Well, we're we've landed. We're in a yeah, cornfield. Yeah, yeah, we've landed. Let's do it. <laughs> we all want to die. <laughs> all right, so uh, all of you, including Grog, or are you staying in your fist form? Fuck it, let's do it. Okay. Changing. You all take a moment to revert to your physical form. I like everyone to make a stealth check. And I cast Path Without a Trace, so it's extra ten. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Natural nineteen. Hey, eighteen. Okay. 32. 32. Right. 25. Nice. No, add 10. 35. 31, uh, 31. 29. 36. We're all good. Mm. 28. What'd you get? Yeah, 32. 32. You don't know we're here anymore. No, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we're at the party. Um, okay, <laughs> you all begin to kind of weave your way through the various lines of high stock uh, crop. Where are you heading? Are you heading in towards the city? Are you heading towards the farmers? We just want to sit here for a minute and talk about it. Can we just say, like, 
So here's the thing. Those guards are attacking the farmers. I'm pretty sure they're using slave labor at this point. Kind of like you, Scanlan. Huh? Um, <laughs> slave labor to provide food for the city. Vax really wanted to stop down, but the thing is, if we kill the guards and set the farmers free, everybody in the city might starve. It's a tough situation right now. they might just send more guards once they know that one's been killed and then kill everybody involved. I'm afraid right now I don't know what all we can do in this, in this town until we can defeat the dragon, which unfortunately is rather no, so close this is a bigger problem watching us. This, we, we, can't, we can't do anything for them right now until we actually know what's happening. As you guys are having this conversation, you can see like there's a slight rustle and the farmer comes across carrying a small satchel so it's picking things off of one of the nearby areas. Is he close to us? Uh, it's about 15 feet from you. Does he see us? He doesn't seem to notice you guys. I mean, we could tell him to hold out hope. We could act, maybe he knows what's going on. He could also be but one of the assholes that's um, serving the dragon, just like people in Amon. You don't know. I'll go. <laughs> the farmer turns. You now see him, it's a man in his kind of late 40s, early 50s, gray beard. Yeah. Keep picking. Keep picking. Keep picking. Keeps picking. Hey, you. Do you like the dragon or do you not like the dragon? In the interest of the internet, we should probably do stage whispers. Do you like the dragon or do you not like the dragon? And you can see, like, like there's some heavy bruising on his face, and like part of his cheek is kind of swollen. He kind of goes, "Sorry." It'll be harder on these parts to find someone who likes a dragon, let alone that one. Good. Good. It's not the worst of the worries right now, though. What's the worst? The ones who work for him. Right. So, so you have to provide food for everybody living in the city? Is that how that goes? We're one of them. Otherwise, they just go out and steal from whoever's nearby. Okay. There's a caravan that's made their way past Western in the past week. Well? Here's the thing. Yeah. We're trying to help you. We're trying to find a way to um, kill the fox. You get me? He'll okay the okay the agonstre. Drops like the fruity hands. No, 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 no. Please, please help us, please. Natural, keep picking, keep picking, keep picking. Pick a little. Pick a little. Pick, pick. We want to help you. We really, really, really want to help you. We have my daughter. Oh shit! Who's in charge? Who has your daughter? <laughs> Who has your daughter? No daughters right now. Who's those beasts? Beasts? What beasts? The gods. <laughs> they're keeping your daughter. Keeping do you know people? Do you know where they keep them? Yeah, it leans over, kind of nudges towards the direction of the city. Who's in charge? I don't know his name. And that spot that we saw just outside of town—that's where gold is given to the dragon. Do you know anything of that? Kind of looks a little confused. I don't know. They just take what we have. Keep the guy, you don't know his name. What does he look like? Where have you seen him? Keep your voice down. <laughs> <laughs> Who? I'm talking through Skype, so it's a little more difficult. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, who are you talking about? The leader? The... the guy who's got your child. You don't know his name. What does he look like? Where have you seen him? I don't know. They're all different types. I haven't seen the one who has them. Just they have them. They, the gods. The what people do, that serve no, the what dragon. Are, what, what, people. Type, what type of people are they interested in? Half-orcs. 
you were interested in. Why? Keep them at bay. I don't know, they, they take whoever seems useful. Sometimes they just take them and slaughter them before us as a warning. Then why did they take your daughter? I don't want to think to about it. To keep him working? That's... Look, say we were really bored and we wanted to get you your family back. Where would you go? He points over to the city. With this one right out of the thing, you see him like pointing really angrily just around the corner. Probably the one that you saw on the outskirts of the uh, farm area you guys came down in. Let's go to the city then, I suppose. Wait, what? There's a dragon! Do what? To attack half-orcs that work for a dragon? Farmer, what's your name? Reginald. Reginald. Reginald, we want to help. How often do you see the dragon flying around? Once every couple days, maybe? Once every couple days. How, when was the last time you saw him, yes? About half a day ago. And dusk yesterday, I don't know. Do they, uh... We all stay inside around that time, just in case. Does he have patrol? Does he have wyverns working for him as well that fly around? I haven't seen anything flying with the dragon. There was a huge fight not over a week ago between these people and that thing. Whoa. They seem to have come to an accord. These people? Oh. Wait, the orcs? The orcs, the... Whatever they are. Big, strong, angry ones that keep taking all of our stuff. They had oh, a f- no. <gasps> um. What? What? What do they look like? Do they look like him, maybe? Some do. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the dragon cake men and just <laughs> tore everything down. Damn it. Shit hammer. Burn, liquefied, dissolved portions of the city, people screaming, and then it left. Oh, well, you'll be Both okay. We're gonna keep going. Uh, good luck. No way. No, we have to keep going. We can't face these Goliaths and dragons and orc guards, and this is craziness. Oh, One of the dragons was green. What we saw. There was green a and a black. Green, oh, green and, and a black, black one. Right. And I think a white one, but that one and just white kept one. going. Yeah, I mean, it kept going. Fine. Sure. And the green one kept going? I mean, all of them kept going. We thought we were safe. And we then... tried to regather, and then within a day, a bunch of these. I don't think it's the dragons. I just think. These it's... bastards came in and just took what was left slaughtering, stealing. Shit we gotta go get them. I we feel like we have to dead. help them. Yeah. We have to help them. Oh, well, oh man. I feel like you all are talking like I normally do, and I'm talking like Grog normally does. This is such a weird day. No, you're using <sighs> way too many prepositions. <laughs> you, you said there are a lot of people that look like me. From what I've seen, I don't go too far into town. They keep me out here, but I mean, I've seen a few. I'm keeping an eye out for the guard. I want to keep an eye out for the guard. They're, make in, sure he's they're, not in, the the they're in the city. Most of them are, yeah. Were there six of them? <laughs> Seventeen. Seventeen? Okay, you don't seem to see the guard nearby. We need that guard. 
What are we going to do right now? We're this gonna ask a, him some questions. This is a coup on the on the a on grander a scale than Whitestone. I want the guard. I, did, I feel like I just want the guard. Okay. Where's the guard? Can we see him? You guys, you guys want to try and find him? Well, yep. I, I saw him on the other side of yep. the thingy. Okay. You guys begin making your way towards uh, the direction that Vex saw the guard. Uh, you start pushing through the crop, making your way to the edge, and on the at the point where these high crops end. It opens up into what looks like a heavy uh, root base field. Potatoes, carrots, things that, that are beneath the ground. Um, uh, you guys see across the way the, the two other farmers that uh, were out there, the one that you saw being kind of loosely beaten, they're both uh, filling satchels and emptying them into two larger carts uh, that are put up to horses. One's more of a, a larger pony. And um, you see... Um, what appears to be another hulking humanoid, um, taller than an average person, skin slightly gray, a smattering of tattoos across the body. Um, okay. You, actually, uh, okay. you recognize. And best we can tell, he's the only guy, the only one. No, I have there's an two. I have there's an idea. Two. Wait, 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 wait. he was about to hold tell on, us who, who it is. What you can see. Um, you actually recognize this individual. Fucking nipple tassels. What is, can I do? This, this is an individual uh, that you knew quite a ways ago. A, a, a young Goliath who was, you know, still about a half a foot shorter than you. Um, when you knew him, uh, he was named Horus because he hated it, and kind of gave him this name, and you actually, at some point in the past, recall even giving Horus a good beating. Um, one of the smaller of the Goliaths that encountered. This is years later. This punk kid, and he was kind of a punk, um, has grown up now, and uh, is still smaller than you by size, but still seems to be every bit of an agitating little bitch. <laughs> remember from the way that he's kind of treating these people. Is he holding anything? Uh, not in his hand at the moment, no, but does have uh, across the back what looks to be some sort of a large blade sheathed. Can I, can I, can I give my idea? Yep. Yeah, what's your, what's your okay, plan? what if we ask Reginald to call for help like he needs this fuck's help, and then he comes over, and then we spring a trap on him? That's not a bad idea. I can use hide in plain sight on us, and hide us, and make us look like we're part of the, um, the crops. I love it. To, to set an ambush. I love it. Okay. And the goal is to question this guy or to take him out? To question uh, him, yeah? We're going to ask yes. him questions, and if he yeah. makes a peep. Hold on, before we do that, can you see the other guard that was out here? Uh, glancing about, because it is pretty open air, you can see the, the secondary guard is walking away, looking like to either check one of the other homesteads. There is a farmhouse. Uh, it's like Kansas, right? It's just like flat. Yeah, it's like flat farmland on the outside of Western. Just soon, you know, As soon as you break the south side of the Bramble, Bramblewood, it's, it's just plain. Distance? Would you put him at what? How far away would you put him? Uh, Hundred yards. Uh, the other guard. I'd say the other guard's probably a good like four hundred feet. Do yeah. it. Yeah. Do yeah. it. Can yeah. we? Can I take a minute to like camouflage us and then tell yeah. Reginald to call him over? Yeah. When he comes over, I grab him. Nobody do anything this loud. Got it. Hello, fans of Dungeons and Dragons and actual play podcasts. Lovers of lore-rich storytelling, phenomenal characters, and grand adventures. The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast, would like to invite you to check out our actual play. 
We're a top-charting podcast with a thriving community and over 200 hours of epic story for you to binge. I catch up on. The Homebrew is a D&D 5th edition campaign reskinned as a huge sci-fi space opera. Join us anywhere podcasts are found by searching The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. One more time, that's The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. Okay. So, as, as you guys all take a moment kind of stepping into parts of the stalks, the edge of this land, uh, Vex, you go ahead and start taking up uh, leaves, patches of dirt, mud from freshly watered ground, and you start just smattering the rest of the group with it. Oh, um, you guys are going full Arnold from Predator, like you like, begin to blend into the vicinity. Question. Mm-hmm. Could I work with Percy? Uh, yeah, no, yes. To maybe, um, I, I have I entangled learned today. Could I maybe, can we fashion like a quick entangled trap? Where when the guy steps into it, he'll be entangled, or uh, I can maybe just be prepared for it. He can be prepared for it when it happens. I'll be prepared. I'm going to draw her. I'm going to draw her little sketch of, of something that would that would spring, that you can make out of wood. Okay. I mean, the spell it would, it would, the spell expends when cast, so it's more of like waiting to release it to, to make it as part of like a set trap. That would be an actual consumable trap you have to construct. All right, I'll but just you, be prepped with it. Okay. Okay. Mm. So as you guys all have hidden. Reginald. He's kind of behind you guys, like watching all this happen. Yes. Act like you're still picking, and 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 act like you hurt your ankle, and and call for help from that guard over there. We'll protect you. Promise. Protect you. Yeah, I'll and, promise. And try and maybe keep a bit of a distance, because I'm going to be doing the trap here. It's going to be twenty feet. You don't want to be in it. Just step back so and call for help. Just step back. Step back. Okay. Right? Uh, so you guys are all kind of working on the very edge of, of where these crop fields right. begin. Yeah, 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 he'll Re- be in though. Reginald kind of pushes through a little bit. Do you like a whole person and he goes, today? Sure. Oh, 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 oh. You hear a distance of voice go, Hey, what's your problem? Goes, oh, my, my ankle. And he starts hobbling into the crop. That, you shut your trap, this is your fucking ankle. What's that stupid? Oh, you stupid. And he starts lumbering up. I'm gonna teach you a lesson about getting a peep out of that stupid ma of yours. I'm gonna beat that face of all that can't make a noise ever again. Stupid git. And now. The minute he's in the high crop, so he's out of visual from the other guard. Okay, yeah. so as soon as he steps into the high crop area. Uh, I'm waiting for Percy's cue. Now. All right, so what are the, what are the specifics of the entanglement spell? Uh, 20 feet, difficult brain, let me pull. How do we keep him quiet? It if always works, it? and it catches whoever it you want. Works. <laughs> um. All right, so, so all the, all of a sudden, all the crops, all, all the large stalks and vines start. Shit, mother bitch. Wrapping around his body. What's it just? That's a bit obvious. Is it obvious? Uh, it's not. It's 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 once he's inside the area, so it's not like the wall on the okay. outside. I was picturing like all the plants. Oh no! <laughs> no, just just the ones in the immediate vicinity. Like he used car a lot. Okay, so he's going to make a strength save. Uh, squat at the edge of the high crops and keep an eye on the other guard who was walking off, and just Beautiful. make sure. Okay, movies. make a perception check. Beautiful. Good, Max. Uh, and with his surprise, so this is advantage. The same there. What's the DC? One, Me? 20. Yeah. 19. 19? That's a failure. All right. Uh, and, and what, 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 28. 28. Yeah, Vax, keeping an eye, the guard doesn't seem to have kept notice and continues walking off towards the distant farmhouse. Um, the 
plants all wrap around his body, and he, what's this? I run over and I tackle him. Knock him to the ground, put my hand over his mouth, punch him in the forehead, punch him again. Punch him a third time. And I barely lift my hand. Punch him again. At this point now, there's like blood just kind of pouring out of the corner of the eye. One eye's gone a little red from just bursted vessels. You can see it's starting to swell up already. Uh, blood's now pouring out the side of the nose where you've hit it. And he's still kind of fighting, even though the, the plants have, have kept him entangled. And as soon as the, the calm kind of comes to him. Oh, <laughs> the eyes go wide, and all the tension in the body just loosens. Fucking hell. It's the whole nice <laughs> I'm gonna move my hand. If you make a sound, wash, rinse, repeat, yeah? What? No. They don't have hair, do they know what wash, rinse, repeat? Fuck up. It's Spits a couple of teeth out the side of his mouth. You're looking big. You're supposed to be dead. Supposed to be fucking dead. I watched you beaten to death. Why the fuck are you still alive? Yeah, right. Funny thing about me. So look, um, who else is out in this field with you right now? No one. It's me and Cole. I'm at Cole's heading back to the city. And we have other ones sparsed out around, but most of them stay in town, especially during the day. That's where the festivities are. Festivities? You won't back in? Be alive, man. Now's the time. It's a good time for the herd, huh? Yeah, no, I won't back in. For sure. That's what I've come here for. To come back in. But here's the thing. It's a bit of a surprise, right? A lot of people haven't seen me. You like a good surprise, right, Horace? Yeah? Yeah, <laughs> I thought you might. Here's my question. Have you seen my cousin? Zanroy, is he in the city? Probably, I. Right. And, and what about, um, what about Kevdak? Kevdak stays in the city as well. Up at the old Margrave's place, actually. Right. Turning into his palace. <laughs> when we take you. Uh, before, before we go any further, I, what, what do I roll if I want to find out if Horus really does like surprises? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not kidding. Make an insight check. Okay. All of you guys are still hidden, by the way, unless you want to yeah, do yeah, something. No, like no I'm just watching. And we gained I'm, another I'm plus ten, then. so now we have plus twenty to all of our stealth, by the way, from that hide in plain sight. All right. I wait. What? Yeah, we have pass without a trace, with edge plus ten, hide in plain sight, What's edge hide plus ten. Without a, That's what I camouflage just fucking for. Yeah. So all How of you guys have all these things. All of you guys make another stealth check with plus twenty. That's sick. This is increased. Natural twenty. <laughs> so. 40. 40. Actually, and I have a stealth of a 46. seven. So, 43. Uh, 47. You guys have never been seen. <laughs> Retroactively, no one's ever seen you in your entire life. <laughs> I could fire my gun at this point and they'd be like, ah, oh, rain's coming. Yeah. Uh, I would probably still break, if it was bad news, it'd probably still break. Well, if it was bad news, yeah. Uh, okay. Unless you rolled a one, you're pretty, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> Horace hasn't seen anyone. Um, just sitting there, yeah, I'll, I'll take you in. Right, that's a lot. I was gonna um, pounce on this poor farmer over here, but I saw that you were, you know, obviously keeping your eye on him. Why are you doing that? Oh, which were you talking about? About Reggie? Yeah. 
Oh, broken foot over here. <laughs> it's a little bitch, that one is. Uh, yeah. No, but you know what? I got a sniffing around. I think he's keeping some gold hidden. Really? Gold? Yeah. This poor farmer? Twisted his arm a couple times. Have you? Hey, you know, we could do this old time's sake. He's taking on poor until he tells us. Oh, like Wishbone. Yeah, yeah, you know the deal, huh? Yeah, that does sound like a good idea. Here's my thing. What are you guys in this city? I mean, it's not really our thing to, you know, be in civilized places. Here's the thing. Come on, let me get a little loose here for a minute. Feeling a bit, you know, uncomfortable. <laughs> no, I don't think I will, Horace. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we were, uh, we were heading up northward. We were we just took out. A smaller caravan just south of the road cuts. Yeah, the silver cut way, and uh, then all of a sudden, out of the sky, we saw these streaking dragons come through. Large as I've ever seen. Dangerous as the days long. So we fled. We just watched them come here and tear into the city. Rend it, destroy it, just smoke and flames and ice and all sorts of craziness. And they kept going. If again, dragons come, didn't take the spoils. Well, there's plenty of spoils for us, eh? More than we could even dream of. Western's pretty well guarded, but couldn't be much left over there. So we gathered up who we had, and mind you, the herd swelled a bit since you left, my friend. We, uh, well, uh, we conquered another wandering tribe. Uh, last year, Zanroar took the head of their leader and commanded them to join. We're about a hundred strong these days. Jesus. Oh, God. Oh. They got all sorts. Pecking order. Still ask lives at the top, eh? We got all sorts of other piddly men. Really? Half men, half folks. A few brutalized elves here and there. They make cooking easy. <laughs> anyway, we took that moment and we rushed into the town. Took it before the day was over. Killed all who didn't bow before. Killed Dak himself. <laughs> Days of revelry ensued, my friend. Oh, you missed out. <laughs> Wine, women, gold. We took what we wanted. Until one of them dragons came back. Black one. Scary. Killed a lot of us. Weren't so much a hundred strong then, but uh, I'd say by the end of that we had about fifty or sixty to our name before uh, uh, the anger finally stopped. Kevdak. Bentley. Made an offering to this dragon. Kevdak did. Well, no. But trust me, you see a beast this size. With survival through a, a mutual discussion, if you will. Promised our might to its warship. Gathered our spoils. Delivered every now and then. We got to have the leftovers. We ruled the city in its stead. It's not a bad deal, if you say. Doesn't watch. We'll leave what we find. Most of it, at least. We keep a little on the side. And we live like kings here. Westrun is now property of the herd. <laughs> Boy, it sounds really good. You've missed out. And we've quite a few openings now since we've lost a few of the uh, Less than strong folk, you look strapping. I'm sure Kevdak be more than happy to have you back, eh? I do. I've actually brought a few gifts. My notching arrows. I unsheath Craven Edge. I hold it up. Right. 
isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I ask out loud, are you hungry? Mm, it's, it's been probably half a day since breakfast, aye? Why? <laughs> his expression begins to shift as the realization begins to dawn on his face. I pull it back, I stick the point in between his ribcage, and I drive it up through him. Oh! Before he can say a word, he tries to speak through the pain, but it's met with the gurgle as various bodily fluids fill the inside of his uh, lungs and throat. Oh, more. The blade now, you can see, peeks through the back of the mouth as his eyes just kind of go ever so dull, the rest of the blood flow pouring out the sides of his mouth. Oh, pity that acid reflux. <clears throat> Grog! My, um, Oh, shit! Good job there. Back-ish. As this is happening, the blood that has filled the mouth begins to seep back into the mouth. I mean, the trails are still there, but what's once filled to the brim has been slowly recessed swallowed, not by the unmoving body of Horus, but the dark blade itself, now drawing from the inside. What the fuck is what? that sword, Grog? What? What is your sword doing? Well, it, n nothing. Like, it takes in, it takes in, like, the strength of who it slays, and it, you know. It takes in the blood? Uh, did it do that? Grog. What? You killed him. Grog. And was he related to you in some way? I don't know. I remember him. He was always a little shit. Grog, do you remember killing him like five seconds ago? Who? Oh no, you guys. The little dude, your little what? friend. Yeah. Horus? You, you killed him. Yeah. On purpose. Sure. You wanted to. Yeah, he was you gonna go tell about us. I mean You were conscious of that. What? Um, is it me? Yeah, no, you're just using you. two big words. <laughs> so listen, right? Either we stay and do some recon, or we take out the other guy that's walking back to the city. Really shouldn't be a problem. But if they're all in there, fifty strong, I don't think we're quite ready for that. The sneaky fox in our group could go take a look if you're feeling randy. What would be our mission? Info only. Oh, you killed this one quite easily. Very easily. Yeah, but that was because we did it as a group. Could did we wait? We? Could we wait? Oh no. Could we wait until nightfall? I'm gonna just check out his body, we see if there's any booty on, on his body. Right okay. Well. As soon as we move, we won't exactly be camouflaged in this crop anymore. We'll lose that. Oh. We won't lose that crops. As the um, the stalks unwind, yeah. leaving his defiled body, and you <laughs> draw the blade free, um, Scanlan, you find across the body uh, there is a a simple, slightly chipped but still functional greatsword that was sheathed in the back, just kind of wrapped in a, a haphazard uh, hide that functions as a scabbard. Um, mostly just leather pants, a few furs. Um, looks to be a couple, like a bone necklace and a, a bone bracelet around the wrist, which looks to be teeth, human teeth. Um, and about 
27 gold pieces in total change. How far are we from the city here? Um, probably about a, a five-minute walk. Keyleth, can you use your powers to like suck him into the ground so that nobody sees him? I honestly don't think they're going to find him anyway. If we I use, put him in the brown you know, my dark. abilities and try to camouflage the body so that yeah. nobody. You pull can him find up him. into one of the uh, one of the walls of, of, of plant stalks and set him in there, mounting up whatever bits of fallen leaves and dirt you can. He's pretty well hidden. I kind of use my druid craft to like grow some flowers on top of the dirt that okay. we just hit him with. Some flower works come up there. Some of the, some of the local leaves from the stalks kind of bend down and help cover nice. him. a couple of his human teeth that he's collected, I'm sure. Oh, I'll leave all those human teeth. I'm not going to take that shit. Prideful. Okay, great, so very yeah. successful trip Actually, yes. stopping down. Reggie? His partner is still long gone. That guard? Yeah. The other guard, yeah. The guard's got ho. Reggie's still standing there, kind of like, watch this whole thing happen, looking at you and goes, you did good. You did good. Well, no, I did. Just imagine what we'll do to the rest of them. Thank you. Thank you. Are we going to do anything to the right rest now? of them? Right now? We're going to go take a look. Are we going to take a person? I don't, I don't mind you taking a look, but be careful. Is that. <laughs> That's. We can also still turn into mist. We can. We can all we can, we can all mist and go into the city and check it out. See what we see. Be fast and stealthy. Can we stealth while we're misting? Well, it doesn't matter if they see us. They can't. Uh, I know, do but still. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, it would be it would be kind of being conscious of the cloud patterns in the sky, moving with the wind in a way where you become less noticeable as something strange. Yeah. So it's possible. Let's it's, try that, so we can spy on the city, get closer in. It feels um, kind of cheap. Why? No. <laughs> At least if we go in, Grog, we can see what we're up against. Yeah, but can't we use our eyes? Just as they are. Do we have to turn the smoke this time? Oh, why don't, why would you, why would we not? It, it feels a little cowardly. It's not cowardly, Grog, it's safe. You can You're stay just behind. You're us to go on foot, Vexali and I, to do the same thing. What if Vex and I just went as missed just the two of us quickly? Just the two of us. Yeah, that's fine. I may, I may join you two for this as well. All right, and what are the rest of us going to do? Just wait? Me, Scanlan, and Garth? You can turn into a cloud and float in there and see what you want to see, but I'm not turning into mist when my herd is inside that city. If I go in, I'm going in. As grog. Yeah. So why don't we just not go in right now? Just... Why don't you all go in? I'll stay back with grog. Thank you. All right. Not crazy. Ish. All right. The four of you convert into mist form, crest up over the edge of the. There you go. And start drifting your way over towards the top of Western, leaving both Scanlan and grog. And Reginald, <laughs> <laughs> amongst the uh, the crops. All right. Reginald, do you want some uh, ale? Do you have some? No, I do. Yeah, hold on. Now you look fabulous. Hold on. Get the cask out. Get pour up a cup. 
He drinks thirstily, both because he seems genuinely thirsty, and second, it seems like he could use a long, hard drink. Well, pace yourself, the son. There's a lot that's here. <laughs> I've been drinking longer than you've been alive, friend. And he just. Well. Oh. Another? Yeah. No, no, keep talking. <laughs> All right, and for that, we'll take a quick break. Hello, I'm Travis Willingham, and you're listening to the Critical Role Podcast. I hope you're enjoying the adventures of Vox Machina. Now we return to the action. Um, as Grog and Scanlan sit waiting to hear back from the rest of the team, traversing over towards Westeron, seeking information in their mist forms, uh, the two of you rain behind. Uh, the four of you guys who are in mist form, where are you going? There. Can we stealthily head towards like a pocket of people? Do we see like a crowd of people being held? <laughs> that would be so This is your misform. This is my misform. Motion, I like it. Uh, I like how I was going to make stealth check. Stealth check. Check. Do we still have Pass Without a Trace? Yes. Thirty-nine. Forty-two. Jesus. Thirty-three. Twenty-four. Forty-two. Okay. Huh? Huh? All right. Um, you guys make your way across the rest of the fields. You kind of head over Cole. You can see walking his way to the outside of the uh, the western side of the city. You come towards the bottom of the gate and you can see that, that kind of rigid, kind of small fence structure you guys noticed when you were far away from the city becomes more clearly visible. It is a series of spears and pikes that are set up as a, a barrier or a barricade to the outside world to Western. Uh, you do see a door on top of a number of them, a few heads. Varying sizes, various people, various ages. Um, Does this appear to be Goliath built? Uh, it's hard to say. It looks built. Um, and, and the like, spikes are facing inward toward the city, or outwards. out? Okay. I think there are breaks in it, but essentially, it's 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 uh, partially a pseudo defense mechanism, but more as a warning. It's a point of intimidation. Okay. Um, so does it look pretty jerry rigged? Yeah. Okay. It's it's not anything too uh, classically designed. Sure. Um, <laughs> no flying buttresses. Yeah, not quite. No. Um, Doric columns. Oh my god. <laughs> Awful. Look at these arches. You tacky. Uh, you coast over the outside wall and glance down within, and you can see there are people wandering the town, Jesus. townsfolk that are uh, out in the streets. Uh, many of them are. In pairs or groups, small, you know, two to four people. They either appear to be traveling from one place to another. Most of them are accompanied by one or two armed individuals. Some of the people have chains around their neck. Um, you do see a number of these buildings are in ruins, in patchwork places. Some are just crushed. Some appear to have been just melted down, like the wood or stonework itself has been dissolved into a pile of matter. Um, you do see places where fires have broken out, and some places have you know, burned into uh, a, a giant cluster of ash and uh, broken wood. You, a quick memory glance at this height, start looking for specific areas that you recall from memory. One, you glance over and see where you first came to meet Pike, where she and uh, Wilhand lived. That area is the area of town that was apparently uh, salvaged from the uh, battle. It still stands. There appears to be very minimal impact, and as you just 
give yourself enough closeness to check in the red brick homestead of Wilhand does still appear to be. Can we see Wilhand anywhere? Uh, at this distance, no. Um, you also note uh, towards the uh, shopping district of Westrun, there is the shop of Abdurus Noja, one of your first enchanter friends who uh, protected you during your first winter's crest. Yeah. Um, he cast the protection yeah. spell on us. This yeah. is making me feel very old. I know. Uh, his, his structure is still standing as well. A few buildings around did not fare so well, but him, his, his uh, shop and a number of other ones uh, adjacent to it seem to still be standing. Uh, you can't really tell if they're functional or how busy they are, if anyone's doing anything with them, but that is still there. Um, you do notice, though, at numerous parts of the street, there are, there are just piles and piles of burnt wood and ash. Like, there are just large burn piles that were set up at different periods of time and have long since burned, like little bits of whites, you know, post-burning plumes that still kind of smolder over the past few days. Um, you're not quite sure what these piles contained at the time they were set ablaze. Um, there is still the uh, the worship district here, and you have the various temples. Best you can glance, a few of them have been partially toppled. There is damage to some of the buildings. Um, still too far away to make up any specific details beyond that, than just some of the structures having been uh, you know, taken a hit in the previous conflicts. You're not sure from which source. What about the um, the mayor's house where we heard Horus? Yeah. Towards the southern central part of Westeron, uh, south of the main uh, town square, where the where the bulk of your first Winter's Crest Festival here in Westeron took place, um, the Margrave's house is at the very southmost portion of that. That entire square is lined with row after row of uh, sharpened wood sticks and various other you know, weapons, tridents, broken swords that have been just with rope strapped together to form this kind of uh, military barricade, if anything were to attempt to attack from the ground, it would be difficult to do so if, you know, this area was filled with prepared soldiers using these as protective guard. Um, the actual Margrave's home is intact, although it, at this glance you can see a lot of it has been defiled. Elements of the outside walls are strewn with uh, dark burgundy paint, it looks like, just kind of slapped over. Uh, you can see what looks to be some sort of uh, strings adorning edges of it, like decoration. Um, you see, walking through this area, what looks to be about 12 or 13 or so armed individuals of varying heights, probably a good six or seven goliaths among them. Others appear to be human half-orc. It's hard to make out the full details from this distance, but they're all kind of on the outskirts surrounding uh, what was previously the Margrave's home, now currently the homestead of Kevdak, seemingly. Can we see Kevdak anywhere? You have no idea what Kevdak looks I like. Would, I look for a bigger Goliath than the rest, or I mean, one that looks older and bigger. Make, make a perception check. <laughs> uh, 16? 16. At this distance, it's hard to make out any specific details. You can barely make out the fact that they're Goliath, and it's only because you've traveled with Grog so long. You can pick up the details, like the hairless form, the tattoos, the general tone of skin, uh, and they're male and female. Like it's, it's a smattering of all different uh, types of goliaths you see here of different different thickness. There are some that are a little more barrel-chested and wide, but a little shorter. 
Um, and there are other similarly dressed individuals that are not Goliaths as well, but they seem to be more of a subservient role within the herd and the Goliaths that are tend to be the ruling class within this very self-contained society. Uh, but no one stands out to you as matching the descriptions of Kevdak that Grog has. The, ma- the mansion seems to be where they've, they've based their operations, though. Seemingly. And we don't see a cluster of prisoners anywhere out in the open? Where's the prison I was being held in? Uh, the prison you're being held in was in the Umbra Hills. Oh, that was, was actually as far north right, as west. Yeah. That was when we fought the Nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're in the Wayback Machine Do you see what? A cluster of prisoners out in the open at all, or is it just kind of out around? It's hard to tell, because most everyone who lives here is in some way, shape, or form a prisoner. Um, you do see that at the various gates to the city, as you went through, there's about three, four individuals, average, stationed there. Nobody seems to be entering or exiting. Um, and the pace of those that are not of the herd that you see walking through the city has a feel of hopelessness, or at least their their presence outdoors is more a function. Um, they do what they're told, and if they're not, you've already seen what happens to them. Now what? Maybe stealth isn't, maybe Grog's right. Maybe, can't talk, can we? No, we're nope. fucking clouds. Can we go, like, say go back to the... Yeah, I'm gesturing the go get out. Yeah, let's go back. Okay. Make a stealth check, guys, on the way out. 93. <laughs> Scanlon, I don't know. 39. 32. 44. 26. Okay. All right, you guys make your way westward. Is there anything you guys wanted to accomplish while they were gone? Just massage each other. Right, so I turn to Scanlan. Oh. And I say, like, you and I are mates, right? Yes, the best of mates. Right. Could I confide something in you? I wasn't aware that you knew what that word meant. Right, well, I'm full of surprises. Um, one of which is, <clears throat> so I had this horrible dream oh. recently, and in the dream, I was killing all these people with this amazing sword that I have. Yes. But there were a lot of people, and some of the people that got killed I knew. Oh. And I feel it has something to do with this sword that I have. And the, um, the secret is, I can hear the sword talking to me. Like talking, talking, or you just? Yeah, look, so I'm telling you because you and I have such a history, right? And I feel like you won't judge me, but look, I'm afraid the rest of the group won't quite understand. I don't know if I'm crazy or if this sword is talking to me. Do you see a mouth on it or anything? No, I just hear a voice. And I was wondering if maybe I take it out. All the time? No, only when I'm holding it. So like, I could take it out now and see maybe if you hear it. Okay. So I take out Craven Edge. Okay, take Craven Edge. You hold it out in front of you. Um, <clears throat> Craven Edge, how did you enjoy your snack? It was a good snack, and did a you... snack it was. If there's more where that came from, I would be so thankful. Could you, are you getting that? 
No, Krog, I'm not. You're not hearing anything. No, like, super sexy voice, nothing. <laughs> Try one more time. No, it's not worth it. Look, um... Do you want to hold the sword? Sure, that's a good idea, actually. Can I hold the sword? How big is it? Uh, it's a great sword. It's about... Like the size it's almost of his twice handle. the length of your whole body, um, <laughs> and probably weighs close to as much as you do. Can you hold the top part, and I'll just hold it by the yeah, yeah, the yeah. handle, the So I grab part? the blade and I hand the hilt. Okay, as you, as you hand the hilt over towards him, there's hesitation in the voices. Only you're worthy of holding me. You will hand me to no one. Uh, oh, uh, see now, 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 Craven. <laughs> I just, I'm starting to feel like I, I'm doubting myself. I'm seeing things, and he's, he's talking to me. Okay. I, I just, I just, and we'll take it right back. I just want him to you know, experience your glory. Make a charisma check. Shit, fuck. <laughs> oh my god. That's bad. No. Mm. Well, uh, seven. <laughs> seven, okay. <laughs> you, uh,. You can't give this sword up. It's it means too much, and and the voice in the in your head once again says, "Only those proven worthy to feed me can carry me." You, Grog, hand me the sword. No, you know what? Second thought. It, don't don't worry about it. It's it's, it's clearly, and I take it back. You know, it's not. It's just. Maybe I'll just need to like see someone or talk to somebody. Clearly, I mean you don't. Oh, he's talking. You don't hear it, right? I don't hear it, but maybe if you handed it to me, I could. No, it's it's really heavy too, you know. And I just and I sheave it. Do I believe him? <laughs> make an insight check. Not good. I'll make a deception check. Not good. Fuck. Seven. Three. Mark's <laughs> not the most able liar usually, and you're pretty good at seeing past the deceit of others. This definitely falls into the line of deceit, as adorable as it is to see him try. Grog, you want to give me the sword, and I will cast suggestion on him. Oh! Okay, make a wisdom. Is it a, is it a wisdom saving throw? Uh, I haven't used it in a while, I, and I don't have my thing. I'll pull it up real fast. Hold on a second, just to make sure. I'm pretty sure it is. I think it is. Oh! Oh! Uh, no! I, that's not a, yeah. Uh, yep. Make a wisdom saving throw. Giant modifier on this one. <gasps> Sixteen, with a modifier oh, of zero. Eighteen. If I'm not using my. Not thing. using the cones, and no, it still fails. So, so you feel compelled now to give the sword. You're like, no, oh, that's a great idea. You know what? It's a great idea. <laughs> I feel like you should hold this sword, and I hold on to the blade, but I still hand the hilt to him. Okay. As, as he holds up the sword towards you, you, you grasp the handle. As the hand touches it, the voice goes, no, only you can wield me. Go ahead and make a wisdom saving throw again. Eighteen. Actually, no, sorry. That's, that's a charisma saving throw. Nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah, plus one. All right. You feel 
the influence of the blade began to creep into your mind, but the bond you have with Scanlan and the time you traveled together, you managed to shrug it off, oh. and fighting that impulse, you still hand the blade over. You take, take you take the handle. I take you let, it. You let go of the weapon, and you hold it in your hand. Now it's it's a. <laughs> into the you dirt. ruin everything good. You take everything good away from all of us. Well, it's heavy. I gotta, throw gotta it in the acid. Why don't ask ask it a question? Oh, I talk to it. Yeah, okay. and it'll talk right back. It's like that. Uh, oi, Craven Edge. Uh. Uh, have you been talking to my friend Grog? <laughs> There's a long beat of silence, and then a barely audible. <sighs> Sing to it. <laughs> it says, all of a sudden, you hear this. Tiny voice creep up in the back of your head. If you truly wish to hold me in your grasp, I require me to prove to me your worthiness. Is it saying something? No. <laughs> no? It's not saying anything? Craven Edge, how do I prove I'm worthy? What? <laughs> the blade, all of a sudden, it almost seems to have a slight shift of its own, like a, like a divining rod. It, it kind of moves, and the blade shifts away from the direction of you and Grog, and gently shifts over down the way to a, a you know, older gentleman who's now returned to picking a few crops, and it just kind of points in his direction. Is. Prove to me. Is it Reggie? Yeah, pointing to Reginald. No, not Reggie. What? Why are you pointing at Reggie? Uh, I don't think I can. I don't think I want to. So, uh, I think I'll try to give the sword back to Grog. Make a charisma check. This magic. It is. It's not a spell. <laughs> uh, let me double check if you're referring to the uh, the gnomish racial capability. Let me go ahead and double check <laughs> the rules here, because this this can make a difference here. Well, it's fine. On uh, against magic, I'll say yes because it is technically a magical <laughs> entity. Natural twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Witchcraft! The sheer force of personality that begins to exude from this weapon. You sense that it is old, it has seen many a hand, and has probably taken far many more life. But it's not met a gnome like you before, <laughs> Scanlan Shorthalt. <laughs> Never known a gnome like you the blades before. Is... Take this back, will you? Yeah, I'll take it back. Did it talk to you then, yeah? Yes. It did. Right, it's creepy as shit. <laughs> it's very compelling. 
I don't know if you should have this girl. Well, no, no, hold on. Now, look, I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't fucking, you know, batshit crazy, which I'm not, and I'm really glad that we're sharing in this now. But look, hey, hey, don't tell anyone. Promise me. All right. I won't tell anyone. But I might have to ask some questions about this. Yeah, no, that's why I brought you in. You're all smart, right? And I always want to ask questions like, what's the first thing it remembers? What was it doing with Lord Briarwood? But does like, it tell you to kill things? No. No. What? I no. know it does. It just told me to kill something. <laughs> you must be a dark wizard. Does it tell you to kill things? No. No, it just says it's hungry. At which point you both hear a voice simultaneously go, always hungry. Yeah, I you heard it that time. Holy oh, shit! Yeah. I feel like Kevin Costner in Field of Dreams, and you're James Earl Jones. I've got a friend in this now. Oh, oh boy! Right, so look, like you know, we could. We should not tell the others about this. No. this is very strange. Yeah, they might freak out. Right, I'm gonna ask about this. I'll, I'll when next we see Pike, I'll ask her about it. Yeah. Find out if it's good or bad or neutral. Because I don't know anything about this. Yeah. Right? I don't know anything about this. Uh, make an arcana check. I mean, it could be good. There's nothing wrong with being hungry. <laughs> Twelve. Twelve. Seems magical. Yeah, I don't, uh, <laughs> don't know. <laughs> don't know anything about this, so... Uh, as, 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 as a bard, you understand that there are certain artifacts, weapons, that either were, when upon their creation, upon their development, had the essence of a creature or a soul put into it, or conversely, uh, the weapon came into being as its own, you know, personality. You're not sure the nature of this, um, and you're unable to ascertain which side of the spectrum it lies on as far as morality goes. I'll do some investigating. In the meantime, try not to kill anyone in our party. What? If it tells you to. I would never. Well. Never. Okay. Oh, yeah, it does never even like. Let's just keep this between us. Yeah, yeah. Totes. Just like that in time <laughs> in Iman when we yep. double teamed. The Eiffel yep. Tower. Yep. yep. <laughs> All right. It was a. Oh, that went in my nose. Oh. <laughs> at, which, right. at which point, uh, a few clusters of really? mist come landing out of the sky. What? What? Green lights? That's us. You guys, you're the mist. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's just me. <laughs> <laughs> you all begin to take physical form. Oh, oh, oh. What, uh... Nothing happened here. How was your trip? Yeah, boring, yeah. Totally boring. Yep. No action. Um, you know, not a lot to see there. There's a lot of Goliaths and a lot of other bad guys walking around, oppressing very nice-looking people. A lot of Goliaths. They've made really pokey fences. Everywhere. That's what I would do. It looks like if we barged in, straight in, they'd probably have very good fortifications. Right. So, I also think they're trying to be scary. Trying to be scary? Not that you're not scary all the time, Grog. I just think they're, you know, they're like, ooh. They really want to look scary. They really want to look tough. Yeah. So here's the thing. Do we barge in? Totally risk our life, or try to find a way, you know, around this 
situation. So, the, I'm sorry, there's a central stronghold of some yes. sort? Yes. Is it a fortress? No, it's, no. it's where the mayor lived before. It's yeah. a house. Yeah. It's like a big, it's like a big house. house. It's a nice house. It's a nice house. <clears throat> and if we were to make our way into it somehow, what would our mission be? Well, let's just put on the table what we're doing here, right? Yes. That has the knuckles. We don't know where he is. He's probably pretty formidable on his own. And in a day or two, a dragon is going to be swinging by. So it's not one problem. It's a very large problem and a massive problem. Agreed. What if, I wonder if Kevdak goes to the sacrificial area where they leave the horde for the dragon. Or maybe if he does rounds. Why would he? If he does rounds to check in on people. And I'll also say I think it's more than likely that in the end I doubt the dragons would care who is filling the sacrificial plate. As long as, long as, as someone full. is. I agree. I think we could get yeah, rid of all the dragons of them, don't care as long about. as the plate's full. No. As far as this city goes, correct me if I'm wrong, but we have two options. Either we stealth in with the stealthy people, not me included, and we try and pickpocket Kevdak for the knuckles, or I challenge Kevdak for the knuckles. Is Kevdak known to ever wander off by himself? Does he take interests in his subjects to where we could corner him alone? Or, or is it a, a, a walk group? in and kind of try to challenge him? We could take out one of that guard. What was his name? Cole or something? Was that? Was yeah, that Cole there? was heading back to the city, though. We could, well, we could find one of your Goliath friends, hold them hostage, and draw out Kevdak that they way. Won't well, there's also about, be, they won't care about a hostage. There, there's also going to be the issue of are they going to go looking for Horus? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe not. Not that hard, though. Yeah. We could do some sort of a. Diversion, set a fire or something that would draw them out, or set a fire to the house they live in it's, to draw them out. It's not a bad out. idea. What would bring Kevdak out? Grog. Grog <coughs> would bring Kevdak out. Grog? Do you want to just march in there solo while we all sort of stealth no! around? No! No, no, no. While we all sort of stealth around in the rooftops watching, Link. ready to act. Oh. And Grog, I'm curious how tied you feel to the ways of your people now, or if you do. Do you feel the need yourself to face him on your own, or would you be amenable? Would you would you be friendly to the idea of my sister and I softening him up for a moment and then letting you have at it? What do you want to do here? So, my fear is this: that if it's anyone but me and him, everyone gets involved, not just us all 60 of them in that stronghold. I don't think we walk out of there very well. I'm not opposed to facing him head on and seeing what fate has in store for me while you free any prisoners that might be around or ransacking his house for any fun bits, but I think he's gonna have the knuckles on him. So, question. Is your herd and Kevdak the type where if you start getting the upper hand in this fight, will the herd move to protect Kevdak? No. So they'll honor a one-on-one -on -one one fight. On one. They'll honor that. They won't pull a fast one and swarm no. in when he's on his tell last leg. Tell us this, if we walk in with you into town, is that not good? Should you walk into town alone and we lurk in the shadows? 
Do you want to be on a hilltop? You know, like standing on a hilltop? Because we could arrange that. <clears throat> I would need to think about it. Regardless, I think now is not the time. Perhaps we go look for Osisa's mate. You Come. don't want to do this now. It seems like now or never. Well, we know where Kevdak is. He doesn't yeah. seem to be going We may anywhere. not know where he is after this. He seems pretty fortified. And we don't have Pike. And this is her hometown. Judging by the... No, I didn't hear any of that. Nothing. I want to throw something in here as well. Uh, and I don't know what to do in this situation. I'm looking to you all for guidance. But what I do know, I know two things. One is that I don't want you to fall, Grog. We need you. And I do not want you to fall to Kevdak. And second, if you do fall, I'm not willing to walk away without those knuckles. Not for me to use, but for us to use. We need those knuckles. So if you are to fall at his hand, which I do not want, I don't know that I can honorably walk away. Well, yeah, and speaking from a selfish position, if I fall, you can really do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> I think honor is a bupkis at that point, so I don't mind what you do after that. You're not but, gonna fall, Grog. No, 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 no. My first point thing, Grog, I need you. We all do. It's very sweet. Uh, emotion. Uh, <laughs> I would like it if Pike was here. We know. All right. Uh, we wait. Oh, look, it, could we hear Horace when he was interrogating him? Yep. Judging by the way Horace was speaking, it sounds like they're pretty settled in for right now. Like they're not... They're not here. nomadic anymore. Sitting pretty. Yeah, they ain't going anywhere. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. So we know where he is now. It'll give us a few more a little bit more time to formulate our plan. This is your fight, Grog. We're we'll we'll follow you in this one. You want to go in there with Pike? Yeah. Let's wait for Pike. We wait for Pike. We wait until Gilmore's Better. up and standing, and we bring Pike here with us. It right. might even be an emotional trigger. For what? The herd, if they see her, maybe. They never met her. That's true, they probably don't give any shits. <laughs> Look, let's just do this. Let's go after Assisa's mate. If we don't learn or find anything incredibly valuable, we're at the same place we are now. That's a good point. All right. And then we can kick the tires. We still have missed possibilities? We do. We, do. we can float on. All right, Is Reginald still around? <laughs> At this point, as Reginald's sitting there clutching his full satchel, just going like, Hi, Reggie. Hi. So, we're going to help you. Right. We're going to go get some reinforcements. You might have to wait a little while. It's okay, but you're coming back, right? You most definitely are. You must. Spread the word that hope is alive. We will find a way to beat this. All right. I'll be careful. You be careful, too. Come back as soon as you think you can and you're ready. Don't tell anyone what you saw here, though, right? Good luck. And 
If anyone asks where Horus is, what happened to Horus? I haven't seen him for days. It's good answer. Good job. Spits on the pile where his corpse is. <laughs> All right, hope to see you soon then. You will. He turns around and begins walking back. Reginald? You guys all take a moment, collect yourselves, revert back to your mist form, coast out of the farmland, heading southward in the direction of the Frostweld. Thanks for listening to the Critical Role Podcast. If you enjoyed this past adventure of Vox Machina, you can catch us live on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time at twitch.tv slash geekandsundry. Is it Thursday yet? Hello, fans of Dungeons & Dragons and actual play podcasts. Lovers of lore-rich storytelling, phenomenal characters, and grand adventures. The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast, would like to invite you to check out our actual play. We're a top-charting podcast with a thriving community and over 200 hours of epic story for you to binge. I catch up on. The Homebrew is a D&D 5th edition campaign reskinned as a huge sci-fi space opera. Join us anywhere podcasts are found by searching The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. One more time, that's The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast.